The mares in black celebrate diversity, inclusion, equity, and respect in the model horse hobby. In upholding the stories and accomplishments featuring people of color, the LGBTQIA community, people with disabilities, and other systemically oppressed populations, we seek to strengthen our community through empathy and understanding. Different perspectives and experiences make this hobby a richer place. Everybody. Welcome to the Mirrors in Black podcast. This is number 107, the post-Briarfest wrap-up for 2023. I am uh, Heather, and I am joined by my illustrious bestie, Jackie. Hi. Welcome. Hello. Welcome. Uh, we are recording this on, where'd my calendar go? July 27th. Yes. So we've had like a week or so of recover recovery time. <laughs> um and uh, we will, this show's about Briarfest, obviously, so we have a whole section devoted to running down what we did, what we saw, all that kind of good stuff. Yeah. So, welcome everyone. Greetings. Greetings. So, um, so in the non-Briarfest world, Heather, what have you been doing? Working. Oh, that sucks. So man. I was smart enough, I was smart enough, finally, after doing this for, for 20 years? <laughs> yeah. I know yeah. 1990. When was my first breakfast? Mine was 95. Yeah. 95 or 96. I can't remember. Um, but uh, yeah, like I would go do this and it, you know, we just started out for the weekend. Right. So I would yep. just totally warrior it. Yeah. You know, because it would, or... it would end at one o'clock on Sunday. People right. would be gone. Sunday and you would afternoon. show up Thursday. Right. Yeah. Nobody used to do it for a week except on man years. Now I feel like, um, and we're already talking about Briarfest. Uh, yeah. I feel like people take it as a, do a whole week now. Like the hardcore people. Oh, yeah, the people, hardcore people do. We, a week is becoming way more common. And I would right? note that sun, Sunday, like, it wasn't a ghost town on Sunday morning. Or mon- Monday no, morning. Years, when, we were, we, when we were getting, yeah. when we were leaving Monday morning, there were a lot of people still leaving. Yeah, for years, Monday night, it was just me and Jackie. Like, yeah, oh, everybody's gone. Like, ooh, <laughs> Let's go get a drink. <laughs> like, ooh, can't handle this hotel. It's a hotel but, again. It's weird. Yeah. Yeah. At any rate, um, I got home, um, and I usually I go back to work, like, the next day after flying home. And this year, I was like, nay, I shall not. See, you were smarter than me. And I took a buffer me. day. I did and, not. I, t- I went to work on Wednesday. I only worked Wednesday, but it was too much. <laughs> yeah, yeah, going back the day after is... I think character character went back the day after, and I I remember seeing her post on Facebook. Yeah, and she was did. Like, Why? What am I doing? Why did I do this? <laughs> so I went back Thursday and Friday after, but I had Wednesday off, and so that was a little more bearable. And everybody, like, there are several people from my job that are on my Facebook page, and they were just like, "Oh, how was little Horsey Land?" And I was like, "It was, it was awesome. Yeah, little Horsey Land is great. We love." So it. the other thing, um, so I went up to Jackie's. Uh, like three days before we left, right? I fly, I flew in uh, Friday, and Jackie has gotten me addicted to this stupid friggin' Tears of the Kingdom. Like yeah. I tried, I tried to play Breath of the Wild, and it just didn't click for whatever reason. I'm not really sure why. I mean, she says Tears of the Kingdom is harder, but I I found Breath of the Wild not inviting and not easy to pick up, and I think that's part of it. But something so, just came more naturally so to me breath of the wild the com- compared to king tears of the kingdom breath of the wild is a lot more there's more stuff stuffed into tears of the- tears of the kingdom that it feels very lived in whereas breath of the wild felt very open and 
I mean, which is some of the themes of the game is like you know loneliness and stuff like that. Sure. Um, but uh, and Tears of the Kingdom's got different themes. But it just it it feels like Breath of the Wild is this big open space with not you know there's stuff to find, but there's not a lot. It's not as busy as Tears of the Kingdom, and that's not really. A criticism. I love the busyness. Of I it. love. Yeah, I was gonna say I don't. I if I was you, I wouldn't go back and play Breath of the Wild. I really don't think you'd. Enjoy I it. might. I, I like it. I might because it may give me a better insight into it. But there's a lot like, of. I go back and retro games when I like yeah, a certain. There's game. a lot of in jokey stuff if you've played Breath <laughs> of the Wild. There's a couple of things that like I'm like that's a nice touch, you know. Like that's but. But I didn't take my switch to New Jersey, mm. which was the big thing. And Jackie, you know, Jackie was playing a lot of the time that I was there, which was great, right? Because like one night, I like I wasn't feeling well for one mm-hmm. thing. I like, um, I know if anybody's friends with me on Facebook, they know I've started Ozempic, and the first couple of days after a shot really freaking kill me. Plus my knee. Um, mm-hmm. If anybody knows uh, about that, I hurt my knee when my stepfather died, and I was in Louisiana, and I thought I'd strained something. Well, it turns out that it's um, osteoarthritis; it is not fixable. Um, so I got a steroid shot before I left, and that is like how I'm going to have to maintenance it. And then after that doesn't work, they're going to have to put gel in. And if after that doesn't work, I have to get a knee replacement. So huzzah! Ooh. Ooh. Um, so that's, you know, that's kind of depressing to think you got to get a knee replacement at 54. But, um, you know, thanks horses and working for the army. <laughs> and I think probably being fat had something to do with it. But my doctor was like, no, that that crap you did in your 20s was probably yeah, I was did say, a number on it. Yeah. Um, so uh, so it was very like at one point I was sleeping a lot and Jackie would be playing Tears of the Kingdom in the background. And for some reason, it was just really soothing. I'd be like, oh, lullaby. Okay. <sighs> Even when we were running from gloom hands, I don't know how that's soothing, but whatever. Like, <laughs> well, it's now like I even as we're talking, I'm hearing the the there's nothing bad around music in my head. Yeah. The, la, 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 there's nothing la, bad la, around la, until there is. <laughs> until there is. <laughs> like I go into a cave and I'm like, is this a trap? This feels like a trap. There's like, so the problem there's, is sometimes there's in here, but I feel like it's a trap. Sometimes it's a trap, but sometimes it's not. So it's no, just, this you last know. time it was a shrine. I was like, the, like the shrine that was in a cave before had gloom hands. This time it was perfectly fine. I don't know. <laughs> um, yeah so, so yeah I, so i was like jonesing for that the whole entire time <laughs> that's so funny yeah the night before you left like when you were like just, just play you you asked me to play and i was like really and you're like yeah i just want to i just want to watch and then you felt kind of fell asleep and that's the night i was up till, till like, you were like five in the morning i was like morning, and i was like oh i should go to bed for a few hours holy <laughs> yeah i haven't done that in a while well the other thing like watching you like like of course i learned stuff from that mm. but like it gave me more confidence that i was like doing things correctly right oh yeah so i, I liked it like we also dragged sir Melly into this trap now too, <laughs> i but... was gonna say <laughs> sir Melly's the latest victim she's like oh you can ride horses and pick yes. mushrooms i'm in yeah, exactly that could be the whole game if you like oh she knows they're bad guys yeah. it's like there are no bad guys in animal crossing but she yes. plays pokemon so I, I assume she knows how to beat some crap oh yeah up. i would assume so <laughs> and the thing about the thing about this game is you don't actually have to be great at combat to be competent so no um, thank god yeah thank god is right because i'm a, a bit of a button masher yeah that's what i do um, I'm actually, yeah, I'm actually worse at combat at this game than Breath of the Wild because 
They've they changed it just enough that like if you really rely on your Breath of the Wild skills, <laughs> you will get a schooling at some point. Yeah. Um, well, I figured I, out I figured out parry, and I figured out that jump smash thing, yep. which is super useful. This, yeah, that is the other useful one that I haven't been able to pull off yet is the 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 timing when an enemy hits you and you backflip. And if you do yeah. it at the right point, you can go in and nail them really hard. But I haven't. I used. To, I was very good at that in Breath of the Wild, and I've done it once, I think, in Tears of the Kingdom. Yeah. But I'm also at the point in Tears of the Kingdom where, um, cause okay, so when, while we were at Briarfest, I accidentally got dragged into a boss fight. That uh, the first time I had attempted the boss fight, I showed up with no weapons, which is this was the I, mechanical thing. Right? Yes, I recognize. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to be Jared spoilery. and I were like, go, go, go. I was like, I recognize <laughs> that the, the first time I arrived at the boss fight, I was like, oh, I have no weapons. That's not cool. I'll, I'll see you later. Um, so I was like, so I blew that off and Peace. then. Peace. <laughs> yeah. And then like we're at cuz I brought my switch and I have a thing to hook it up to the TV. Um so I brought my switch to Lexington and I don't even know how we got into this and they were I think cuz Jared plays uh Fallout. Um yes. and uh so he's been so he's very curious about my game and um so he so they so yeah so like we were kind of like was it Sunday night? It must have been Sunday night. Um, I don't remember when you played it. But must we have been Sunday night. It wasn't but, uh, Saturday. That's yeah, sure. it wasn't Saturday. Um, so like, so we were, they were like, I was like, all right, well, let me show you because because Jared was like, what's the kind of the big bad? And I was like, well, I don't want to go mix it up with a Lionel well, because God no big bads. Bro. Um, and I was like, well, let me show you the thing that I'm currently avoiding. Um, but this time I had weapons and I kind of got into the fight and I was like, well, I'm gonna just lose this, so we'll just go. And I ended up beating the guy. So you definitely don't have to be good to play this game too well. But anyway, I'm now at the point of the game where it's like, you know what? You're good. You should go beat the final boss. And I'm like, no. <laughs> like, I have all these shrines to find. I have all this armor find to upgrade. Like, I no, I'm definitely not gonna find all the Koroks. But I I could still upgrade my inventory slots. But like, I have all this cool armor one i have to find the rest of the pieces to but two like i have picked out my my outfit that i would like to wear in the final cutscenes of the game <laughs> and i need That's to upgrade so that i need to upgrade that like a lot and i i did a second upgrade on it and i found that the third upgrade is going to involve monster parts from a monster i have been actively avoiding yuck and i need a lot of them and I'm yep. unhappy with that. I know you hit these points where so, so I like, really want to wear my pretty I clothes, but like I don't want to kill that dragon until recently. And yeah. I was trying to like the first big boss. I won't spoil it, but mm. it's 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 not that hard in retrospect. But when you're staring down the barrel of this damn thing, and, and you know you can't figure out what you're and supposed it, to do, yeah, it's and intimidating. it's like in that game, in that one, like there's skills that. You need to know, but you haven't mastered yet. Like I you know, I mean, I, it was it wasn't I, bad for me because there's a similar boss in Breath of the Wild, although the one in right. Tears of the Kingdom is way more. Epic. But I've you know I've played Diablo, I've played other fighting games, I've been playing video games since I was in high school, so yeah. it's like there's some of the same tenets because they're universal to video mm. games. And what I was really surprised by is um, uh, N Nintendo especially is a three pass boss system, right? Yeah. So, oh yeah. Um this one was not like that, which was surprising to me. 
Um, the other thing is I have to be in the right headspace to fight. Oh yeah. Like, yeah. hundred percent. If I'm irritated, not or doing it. I'm having a bad day. I will get frustrated and rage quit. I have to be really, um, in kind of, a um, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, like chilled out, not, right. not, you gotta be in the right headspace. You, you gotta be in the right headspace. Kind of a pragmatic. It. That's the yeah. word. Like super pragmatic. Like okay, if I die a bunch, I can, I can, it's not gonna I can go again. Right? It's right. not gonna make me be like, ah! <laughs> yeah. So, so yeah. So and then I got it in one pass. Usually when I'm I'm not stressed out because mm-hmm. I will stress out sometimes and grip my teeth and that then I start fumbling the buttons and I can't play right. Yeah. You know. <laughs> That's um, me. But yeah, me I got it in one pass and then I was just like, oh. And then they dragged out the cutscene after it for like yeah. an hour. And I was like, talkie yeah. talkie, as Josh would say. Yeah, that, yeah, that, that part is like, I'm like, oh, just, just cut to the chase. Literally, like, by the way, you'll have to do that one probably another four times. Right. <laughs> it's basically so, the same and the, thing. Yeah, that's what, I mean, they were like, well, you have to go here and do this one and go there and do that one. I'm like, fantastic. No, um, would you? I no, you know what? I'm gonna go pick mushrooms and ride my horse for three days. I said yeah. I'm like gonna go out here and I gotta and build a house, pick up rocks and get rupees. Yes, I <laughs> I gotta go. You know what? I gotta see a guy about a side quest. Um, what was the other thing? Oh, so now that I'm so into it, I'm playing it like twice a day. Like nice. Josh will come upstairs because. He has his downstairs time. I have my upstairs time after work, right? Yeah. And then we come together and we watch whatever we're watching at the time. Like we just finished up Venture Brothers. Um, we watch, we rewatched the whole series, and then the movie came out that caps okay. everything off. So we've been nice. watching that. So he's got to come in at lunch. We have lunch together if I'm working from home, and then he comes up, and, and there I am. Yep. And he's cool because, you know, yeah, he's addicted to Skyrim still. Like, he plays yeah. with all these mods and stuff. So, like, he's, I think he's probably played through, like, 15 times with different mods. He's crazy. I get it. Like, oh, okay, oh yeah. So- like, I'm so excited that I have, like, 3 billion percent still to go in oh, this game. Oh, God, yeah. You have so much to go. <laughs> like, I'm at the point, like, late game where I'm kind of like, okay, well, now there's all these, I have to finish lighting up the darkness in the the down the upside down um, i just got that quest i got i've got it's i've probably got 75 percent of it lit up some of the things are tricky to find um so i gotta sure. do that and then there's and then like i when i look at the map because you know how you can you can hit the map and it shows you where you've been like my my uh, i'll be on the service and i'll be like you know like all over the place the the down below is like Light route, light route, light route with no deviation. With one line, yeah, just like, one line, and I'm like, it's freaking creepy. Down it's there, creepy man. down there, and I'm like, but like, there's it's there's like things, str- it's like Stranger Things in an aquarium yeah. down there. It's I'm ridiculous. like, there's things to be found down there that like I'm like, okay, well now that the lights are on, maybe and now that the lights are on, and I have thirty hearts, maybe I can go deal with some of the stuff down there. Oh right, <laughs> now I'm brave enough to do it. The very uh, icon of courage, and I'm like, I'm afraid of the dark because it's freaky down here. <laughs> this is not making this me is, happy. I'm not happy. This like is... even even up. So I just got done with Hebra, right? So even up yeah. in Hebra, when it's like all the snow and dark and crap, I'm like, this is depressing. So you have to event at some point. You'll have to go back and because you'll find shrines and stuff up there. But sure, climbing around in the mountains on Hebra, like first of all, 
Nintendo does a really good job with the environments because I actually feel very cold when I'm in Hebra. I, I do too. I don't like Elden because it looks too hot. Um, and the Gorons are nice people. You'll meet them, but Elden sucks. I'm sorry. Um, That's my next destination yeah, Elden too. Sucks. Um, but every once in a while in Hebra, you'll get like the Northern Lights, and it's beautiful when it, oh, when yeah. it does that. And it's just like you'll have a you'll have a night where it's not snowing. So the sky is clear and you'll just get these auroras and it's, um, it's like, it's like, why put that detail in there? It's amazing. Yeah. So I was standing on top of the rock that's on top of the village in Hebra, yeah. right? And that has that big diving board type thing. And I, yeah. I had finished my mission and I was doing the white bird mission. Yep. So I was just scanning the mountains for the white bird. Right. And uh, Josh was like, damn, that is really good texture on that rock. Like this is a switch game. That's really amazing. And I'm yeah. like, I'm like, well, you know, it's uh, it's Nintendo. It's, uh, that's one of the big highlights of the game is that you know we a switch game should not be able to do what it's doing. So it's, you know, it's a really pretty game. Yeah, it's a really, it's a really except really when it's game. raining on you half the time. Okay, so let me just tell you, it rains less in Tears of the Kingdom than it did Breath of the Wild. God dang it. Also. As you start doing side quests, because you're at about the point to start doing this, there is a series of side quests that will supply you with an armor that makes you slip proof. Oh, yeah. The froggy stuff, the right? froggy stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I already got yep. that. I know where that is. I just have to complete the mission. You got to complete I was going to ask you, I was like, do you get to control the weather at some point? Because this no. is crap. <laughs> it is crap. That was because that was a that was a meme and from Breath of the Wild. Those lightning strikes are no joke. Yeah, as to say, thunderstorms in in Hyrule are like I start no like, fun. When no the minute fun. one starts, I'm like, change my clothes, change my weapon. <laughs> oh god! Oh god! Oh god! Like what's sparking? What is that? <laughs> what is it? What is it? Oh god! So I was just like, uh, I was up in a a location where there is a permanent thunderstorm, and uh. um. I was not wearing anything metal, and I got struck by lightning twice. Like it almost, Sometimes I almost got. It's just. I was just. I was standing dance. next to the wrong tree, and it. it I got kablammed. And I was like, "Damn what horse the hell? got kablammed. <gasps> not to death." Mm -mm. Okay, but he was not happy. Yeah, I'll bet he was. And then he got stuck on a rock. Mm, they do that. So I got. I got this horse at this Skyview Tower up a mm -hmm. rock, right? And I jump off and I'm talking to the dude and the horse is like, la la la. So I'm like, okay, let's leave. Right. I just tamed him. So he's not registered. And now yeah. I can't get him off the rock. You can't ultra high on him. I'm like, crap. Oh, okay. So there is a way to make the horses do high level dressage and get them out of locations like that. If you hold down the button that normally activates your shield on the left, the bigger button, hold that down and then move the stick left right up down the horse will will get very collected and do this little but um but um but um and you that's how you get them out of stupid location yeah well he he not wanting to go down like i was thinking like because i'm i just left him there i'm like screw yeah. it but at one point i was like i'll just come back with some like building material and make him a ramp well he'll get off that rock by himself but he'll also still be partially tamed oh yeah no i so, know that i just yeah. wanted him off the rock because i've got like two new stable tickets that i can yeah. turn in so i was gonna like zip over to wetland stable or whatever it is and be like yo i got a pinto now i'm balling 
Okay, one of the best things about this in Breath of the Wild, you can only have five horses, which is a crime against humanity. Um, I've got two more slots. Yeah, well, at a yeah, well, at in Tears of the Kingdom, you can earn more slots. I actually, I have a. Also, what was great about Breath of the Wild? What What's great about this game is if you if it detected Breath of the Wild save data, it brought your horses forward. That's awesome. Yeah. So I had all five of my horses. I started. I'm so excited because like I was like, oh, I have Sam. He's great. Um, and then all my horses are named frat guy names. I've yeah, got you Kyle and Chad. Nice. They're Dirk. I have a horse named Dirk. That's a good horse name. So my first horse, my first horse in, in Breath of the Wild was a, a Bay Appaloosa, and his name is Sam. I am, and um, he's actually the horse I beat the game on the first time. Um, I don't, I, I don't know, I, I, I don't know. He's got, he appears to have a personality to me that he's like my favorite. So I was so excited to have him back in tears. He's actually living in the star- stable at my house now. I figured out how to put him in there last night. Nice. Yeah. All right, we should probably end our you, Breath you th- of the Wild portion of the podcast. <laughs> you didn't talk about anything about you besides the game, though. Do you have anything to talk about? Like, work-wise or work. personal? Right. Like, you went to the shore? Oh, yeah. Well, this week was uh, Dave's birthday was Monday. So we went to Seaside Heights because um, Dave likes to go to the shore. And Seaside Heights is our jam. And that is the town where uh, Jersey Shore was shot. And even though that show has been off the air for I don't know how long, they're from Long Island. They're not from Jersey. Anyway, that's a rant <laughs> for another time. But um, th- that town is still living on the Jersey Shore thing. You can go tour the Jersey Shore house and get your picture taken with the duck phone, Heather. I don't even know what that means. I don't but, either. I didn't watch that show. Yeah, I didn't either. I was like, I didn't watch the show. But like when I, Dave and I must have just started dating. And he was watching. I was. I, I came in. He's like. He's watching. I was like, really? And he's like, you don't understand. These are the people I went to high school with. I'm like, I do understand because I went to high school with those people too. Why do you want to revisit? Why that? do you want to watch how stupid they are? Like, God, so annoying. But anyway, Seaside Heights is lovely. It's and it's. It also like took a. Sh- God, it's been a long time then. Um. So when Sandy hit, like that town got devastated so sandy was that big five-star hurricane no i remember like the thing that i remember there used to be this big roller coaster on the boardwalk um because it's a boardwalk and the image that sticks with me with that is the pier of the board that roller coaster was on collapsed and that roller coaster was just sitting in the water and uh that's devastating that image was horrible and i never actually saw the because we went down like several months later like went down that summer and it was still a wreck like a a lot of the boardwalk stuff was just gone it's all been rebuilt now but thank thankfully they had dismantled the roller coaster because i don't think i could have handled actually seeing roller coaster water um but the water was perfect um like it was the wet the temperature was it wasn't too hot the temperature of the water was good the surf was just rough enough to surf on. It wasn't too crowded. So we enjoyed the day at the beach. And then we kind of walked up and down the boardwalk and we went out to dinner. Um, and that was Monday. And then I worked Tuesday and Wednesday. Our, our 14th wedding anniversary is Saturday. What is I, that? Where does the time go? <laughs> I'm like, how have we been married Like, for it's shocking to me. Years? Josh and I have been together 15 or 16 years yeah. and you guys with with dating time it's been over 20 it's been about 20 yeah 
like, like just a little bit shorter than our friendship yeah like like and i actually think you knew dave before i knew i did know i knew dave before we were friends but we were not dating yet he predates me acquaintance wise anyway, acquaintance wise boy, yeah boyfriend wise but, but not boyfriend wise yeah so yeah so anyway 14 years heather what the I know. A lot I of know. things have happened I was in 14 there. years. I know. It was a cool wedding. It was a cool wedding. It doesn't feel like it was 14 years ago. I had the, I gotta tell you, I had a, like, I had the best time with Way and Dawn. They're friends yeah. of, Way's a friend of Dave's from high school. Yeah. And, and we just got wife. hammered and did karaoke together after they got married. It was awesome. It was awesome. We had a good time. We got, so just <laughs> FYI for everybody listening. Uh, Dave and I got married in Las Vegas because um, we go we go there every year for we've gone there every year for a while mostly because I have a work conference and I go to work and Dave has a good time. Um, but we got engaged out there and um, we got married out there and we got married by Elvis. Actually, um, we drove into the cathedral in a pink. 1960s Cadillac convertible with all the fins with smoke and rock and roll lighting and it was ama- an amazing picture of that too. Fantastic. It was highly recommended. You're going to get married and you're not doing the whole church thing cuz we talked about it. So I was like I'm not getting married in church. I'm not, not doing a church. Not doing that. You're so we're not doing that whole thing. I just want to keep this fun and low key. Um it was very economical like the whole thing was under fifteen hundred dollars, and uh they, we got pictures, and the the kid taking the pictures, the photos we got back were like, I can't believe these are the photos because yeah. we saw that kid just running around with his camera, and we're like, okay, these are gonna be great. No, they were really good. Um, so we got pictures. Um, we had a bunch of our friends come out. Um, like we just kind of told people, this is where we're what we're doing. This is when we're doing it. The place we got it done at, um, which is called Viva Las Vegas. I might as well give them a plug. Um, they streamed the wedding and this was 14 years ago. So that wasn't like something everybody was doing. And that was, so people watched live. Like I know we got married on a Wednesday afternoon and I know for a fact, my job stopped what they were doing at six o'clock. Cause we got married. It was 6 PM Eastern time. Stopped what they were doing at six o'clock, went into the doctor's office and turned on, got the, the wedding. Stream. And watched me get married. And I was like, and I came back and they told me that. And like other people, like who I never would have invited to my wedding, were like, oh my God, I saw your wedding live. It was cool. And I was like, oh, that's so great. You know, um, I had an aunt who, then they keep the video for like three months. And I had an aunt who watched it every day for three months. Okay, that's weird. Yeah, well, she's, I, my aunt is a lovely person, but you know, she is not the sharpest knife. Sure. <laughs> um, she's a lovely person. If you're listening to this, you're amazing. She's not listening to this, I can assure you. Um, but she was very podcast? upset. What's a podcast? She was very upset when like it was going to be offline. We were like, we'll get you a copy of the video if you want to watch it every day for the rest of your life. That's fine. But you know, <laughs> but she watched it every day for. Th- so I was like, I'm like, I've seen it twice, you know, <laughs> and one of them I was there for, right. But anyway. I will just never forget after you got married. I will. And we, you told this story the other day, but I will never forget. Like this lady when you were taking pictures at like in some so, waterfall or something. So yeah. So and this got- lady and we didn't even know like horned in. It was like she was the mother of the bride or something, and she like <laughs> told me to move, and I was like, wait, it got better than that. Friend? It got better than that. 
Okay, so like we got married at the hotel that no longer exists next to the Flamingo. And this hotel had privileges at the Flamingo so we could go use their pool and stuff. And the Flamingo has this beautiful back area with fountains and waters and palm trees and birds and blah, blah. So we were like, well, after the wedding, we'll go take pictures, you know, informally, you know, with our friends and whatever. So, you know, so we're doing this and like, you know, our friends who are people we know are like, hey, you know, kiss, whatever. You know, asking for little poses that you would do if you were getting professional Like, and people pictures. were jumping in and out of the shots, like yeah, cousins like, yeah, and it Josh, was, we're having a good time. Blah, 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 so anyway, at one point, like, if you go to Las Vegas and you're standing staying on the strip, at some point, you will see a wedding party. That is just, there's a wedding every two seconds in Las Vegas. You will see a wedding party for 100% sure. So anyway, one uh, as we're doing all this, this lady, it's first of all, it's July in Las Vegas, it's 114 degrees out. Um, this woman wearing a sweater vest wanders over. <laughs> right? Yes. And obviously, this is the first wedding she has seen in Las Vegas is ours. And she's like, Oh, they just got married. This is great. Um, just backstory, I did not have a good relationship with my mother. She was not invited to this. And the joke is this was my mother's spy. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Because it's plausible she could have had a spy. But anyway, this woman starts taking pictures, and that's fine because you're getting married in Las Vegas. People will just take your picture or whatever. Um, But where it got weird was like, like one of our friends was like, hey, you know, smooch or whatever. And we did. And the woman goes, hey, I missed that shot. Can you do it again? And we were like, who are you? Well, and she kept stepping in front of us. It was like, because me and like two other people were taking pictures, and I was like, excuse, excuse me, you? Back? Can you like, back? Can you step and off? She just gave me this look like, who the f are you? Ooh. Like, okay. <laughs> okay. <sighs> anyway, our 14th anyway. wedding anniversary is going to be Saturday. What the heck is that? I sure I will oh probably my go out. God, well, it'll probably be low key. We'll probably go out. We'll probably go out to dinner. I imagine, or maybe we'll just order food in. I love like, that you went. I love that. So, uh, Jackie's parents are really over or uh, in laws are really over accommodating. Like, oh not God. in a bad way, but <laughs> but they just do a lot for them. And like, they invited them over for Dave's birthday, and like. Jackie, of course, and I assumed right along with her it was going to be so dinner and the whole schlemiel. Yeah. Like, Dave, I'm sure. They got there and it was like, here's some coffee and cake. Well, we got there and they're like, oh, we're going to have cupcakes. And I'm like, I have I literally like, I love my in-laws. That My in-laws have been better to me than my own parents in a lot of ways. Um, you know, they Dave's live parents half, are the bomb. They are the bomb. You know, we live a half a mile from their house. So we walk like, there, like literally. I um, love Anita. I love Dave's dad. I love the best. I love I love his parents. Um, but we assumed we were having dinner because yeah, I made assumptions. If they do um, the feast of the seven fishes, right, why not? <laughs> right. Um. So like, I had work on Tuesday because Monday we were down the shores and we couldn't celebrate his birthday with them because he's forty nine. You know. Um. But oh, uh, God. you know, we come. I come. I rush home from work, so I get home from work at six. 30 change my clothes and you know by seven o'clock we're at we're there and we're, and they're like oh well we have cupcakes and i'm like oh and and do you want some coffee and i'm like 
like we haven't had dinner yet <laughs> like oh i didn't say that but i sure thought it and it must have been obvious on my face because i can't play poker um <laughs> and uh and, and dave's mom we can't go to dave's parents house without dave's mom sending us home with something oh, um yeah you know so we got the leftover cupcakes which actually are still in the fridge um and uh she sent me us home with some pasta but it was like not enough pasta for two people it was like enough for one person right. for lunch so like so i got home and i was just i was so just out of spoons at that point um i need some food i was like yeah we just, i just i'm like i'm like we're just having frozen ravioli it'll be fine and dave's like that's fine but like oh, oh the other thing was dave's dad likes to quiz me about animals Oh like, my god, yes. This is so like funny. Back in the day when Snapple had um quiz questions under their caps. If ever there was an animal question, he would save it for me and ask me it when I would arrive at the house. That was um, so Dave. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um so anyway, Dave's dad is like, there's an animal in our yard and it's about this big and it's furry and has a long furry tail, you know, and he's like and I'm like, are you sure it's not like a cat? And he's like, it's not a cat. And I'm like, okay, so this is a super vague description of an animal. And, you know, we determined it was not a raccoon either. I was like, it's not a possum that's too big and possibly don't have furry tails. And he's and Dave's dad, you know, the apple does not fall far from the tree. Um, but Dave's dad's <laughs> like, well, I've done some research and I think it was a wombat. <laughs> <laughs> and I look at him. And he is completely serious. Sir, and, this is not Australia. And like and and everybody, me and Dave and Dave's mom just die laughing. And I was like, I don't know what you saw, but I'm confident it was not a wombat. And he's like, Well, what about a marmoset? And I was like, It wasn't no. a marmoset either. And he's like, Why not? I said, Well, wombats only live in Australia. I said, if marmosets live in the western part of the United States, we don't have either one of those animals live here. So, um, we did another Google search and determined it was a groundhog. A groundhog? Really? A groundhog, which is a bone common animal in this part of the state. Yes, it's no, digging we have a hole. So many groundhogs. It's digging a hole. Area. It's digging a hole by the pad. It's, the a, it's air a capybara cousin. It's a ca yeah, yeah, technically, yeah. But yeah, it was like, I'm like, it's, he's like, well, I think it's a wombat. And I was like, it's a wombat. And I was like, I looked at him, I was like, is he punking me? No, he was dead serious. It's a new YouTube series, a wombat. <laughs> I'm like, it's not a wombat. I was like, well, what about a marmoset? I'm like, it's not a marmoset. <laughs> like, well, how do you know? I'm like, because they don't live here. So on our way home, our, we walk home and as our on way home, Dave's like, hey, there's a chipmunk. And I'm like, are you sure it's not a wombat? <laughs> I <love my> <laughs> I love them. They're so funny. Like a wombat. I'm like, what? A who? <laughs> a what? All right, we've been going for forty minutes. No, we've been minutes. going. We're we really going to do the shower. If you're still here, we'll I mean, going. people say they. This is what they like. Is they like listening to us banter about our nonsense. Wow. Okay, so I guess this puts it to the test. Anyway, we need your nag brags and feature work for social media. Please send it to Jackie at mirrorsandblack.com. It's just easier. I do have a couple of nag brags staked, stacked up. Oh, uh, we got we got a Tears of the Kingdom related one. Oh, cool. Yeah, I'll be posting that in a couple weeks. It's it's goody. I'm very excited about it. Woot. Woot. Um, did we get any new countries, Heather? We did. We did. And I was shocked. 
because wow. I'm just like, what? What is this? Like, I, I'm I now that we get new countries, like I feel like we're kind of maxed out on the possible countries. That I might be able to get to you us. a new. I might be able to get you one in a couple of weeks. Do you know what I have too? Somebody's what? going to Antarctica. <gasps> they got a science job in Antarctica, and I'm like, yes! I'm so excited! Yes, all the continents. Who's? What do you got? Andor. Andorra. Andor. Andorra. 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 Okay. It's a little tiny country. Yeah, yeah. It's and, uh, a, uh, next door to Monaco. Is that right? Yeah, it's near Spain. It's so, in the French Riviera. Something like that. It's near Barcelona because we're going to go. Because mm. we're okay. So here's my bougie, bourgeoisie story of the day. We're going on a cruise in the Mediterranean for the end of the month. Yeah. Um. And. Uh, we leave from Barcelona and we're going to be in Barcelona for a couple of days. And one of the days we're going to sneak over to Andorra because Dave's like, I want to go to this country. That's the size of my living room. I think that would be great. I'm like, okay. Yeah, totally. So, totally. So I'm going to try to download an episode while I'm there. Just so we have it. Do it. Do it. Assuming, Do it. We, assuming we don't have that. Like country. walk five feet and get Monaco too. Screw it. I, I'm not entirely sure of exactly where we'll be. I'm kidding. Like, yeah. it's not going to be that If close, I can do it, I'll Monaco do it. Monaco is bodaciously small, too. Yeah, I'll do it if I can. Um, but what was our country? Honduras. Honduras. Yeah. We got sweet. Honduras, which I find interesting, because my stepfather that just just passed, Yeah. Uh, my mother and him originally met in the Peace Corps, and his, her country was um, Ecuador, mm-hmm. or she used to say Ecuador, and Honduras. So mm. hats off to Dennis if your ghost is down there playing our podcast. Yeah, thank you, Dennis. We keep getting one-offs in like Central America and uh, you know, I I just keep thinking they're mistakes. I don't know. I, I yeah, I'm like I could make some comments about Central America on my about in my Instagram because like I apparently am very popular in Argentina. <laughs> don't <laughs> try for me uh, yeah right like i don't get what that but is that's about. south america that's not oh, Central south america. america that's right um, but, uh but yeah every once in a while we'll get like we got costa rica we got uh uh the one that starts with a g and now we've got honduras it's guatemala yeah we got guatemala yeah i, I do why. remember that unless people are vacationing down there which is usually the case yeah, it's either I mean, an accident or people are like Hey, I just went to Costa Rica. Sweet. Thanks. LOL. So that brings the yeah. foreign country total up, or country total, because the United States obviously is part of that, is 61. That's almost halfway there. Is it? I guess we've caught on in Russia. For the longest time, we had like three or four downloads. Now we've got mm-hmm. 130. Really? So, yeah. Nice. Excellent. That's awesome. So obviously this show is the Briarfest rundown. Mm-hmm. Um, we are going to take a break and we will be back with the news. And then after that, we will talk through all the Briarfest going on. Amen. Yay. Yay. The mayors in black would like to thank our herd nerds, Allison Paris, Andrea Brigadier, Ann Field, Ann Hudson, Atticus Jolly, Beth McCarley, Bree Cundiff, CJC, Chris Walbrook, Claire Close, Cynthia Wyatt-Briley, Sarah Marlowe, Darlene Stoddard, Eclectic Equines, Elaine Bordway, Gail Berg, Gina Cecchio, Grace Bachism, Haley Walker, Heather Bullock, Heather Wisner, Heather Zeiger, Jamie Rote, Jamie Stein, Jenny Lambert, Jennifer Wilson, 
Julie Ward, Karen Beeson, Kate Dwyer, Katie Niles, Kelly Weimer, Carrie German Johnson, Kira Matrajek, Katie Murata, Laura Heidkamp, Lisa Esping, Mackenzie Ferguson, Madison Parkinson, Mary Reardon, Megan Smith, Megan Rochelle, Melissa Addison, Melissa Loritzen, Michael Price, Rebecca Wilson, Robbie Ramirez, Sandra Gibson, Sarah Hampson, Susan Boyer, Susie Graham, Tara Rich, Teresa Bazell, and Tiffany Bright. The mayors thank you. news is first because it's our podcast that's um, right i don't want to belabor the patreon but we had like a super great brunch briar fest with all we our patreonies and uh we went to uh we went to cracker barrel cracker barrel thank you my yeah. my old age is kicking in and uh we had <laughs> we had um we had uh, canned mimosas. mimosas we had <laughs> mimosas and they carted all of us um Brenna, yes, that's right. We did the all get carded. Yeah, Brenna, right. who's in her twenties, I understand, but they also carded me and Jackie. <laughs> they carded people older than us, Heather. <laughs> did they card Sue? Yes, they card both oh of them. <laughs> so yeah, we had the Sues of your <laughs> Tara, Robbie, Katie, uh, Morgan and Dawn. Morgan and Dawn, who were dressed to the nines for the Renaissance Fair. Yeah. I kind of wanted to run away with them. I know. They were like, we're going to the Renaissance Fair. And I was like, ah, oh, I can't. Morgan is hot. Like, uh. Who else was there? Brenna was uh, there. She was great. Sue Bensman, um, Sue Bensman Young was there. Uh, Sue Rowe and I mean, Sir Todd. Tara. Heather and Jared. Heather and Jared. That was my and table. And Stephanie Van Horn, which is one of our new... She actually had breakfast earlier, but hung around and wait for wait for us to show up so she could talk to us. So that oh, was that's fun. nice of her. Yeah, she was great. So excellent. Yeah, it was fun. It was fun. It was a lot less hassle than Malone's on a Friday night. I'll tell you. Oh that. my gosh! Yeah, that's true. I would like to do something next year between the Cracker Barrel and the Malone's. Like, there's got to be. The problem is there's not enough time during Briarfest is the problem well the, the problem with doing that is anything above cracker barrel for brunch you're gonna have to make reservations and that what is what the great that was the about, hassle at run loans yeah and that would and then six people bailed on us and not to belabor the point because i don't blame anybody but right it became difficult to manage that reservation i kept having to call it and subtract it and blah 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 so the thing that was great about uh, Cracker Barrel is we could just show up and I knew. Right. You just be when like, we were ready to go in. I was like, this is what we need a table for. Right. Because yeah. this is who's here. Um, and I'm not sure any mid range solution is going to have that. That's um, fair. I would like to do something nicer, but that also takes longer. And yeah, and it's just kind of like you just, just said, ain't no, ain't nobody yeah, got time like, for that. Just finding the time to do it is just not possible. And honestly, I think a lot of people were relieved by the informalness of it and the cheapness of it. So, I oh think yeah, no, I, I have no problem with doing it, doing it at Cracker Barrel again, but um, I just think we missed a bunch of people because we were Sunday morning. 
Well, we did a poll with the Patreon. Oh, we did. Okay. Yeah. And that, that won overwhelmingly. Oh, okay. Well, then that's what we'll do. That's fine. Uh, that's so, yeah. So, yeah. Although I, I do want to get back on track with like doing yeah. a, like a friend's dinner at Malone's that we yes. used to do. We haven't done that in a couple of years. Yeah, we and we totally, almost totally, we. I mean, we did sushi at Malone's, but we didn't do steak at Malone's. <laughs> I know it's at weird. lunchtime. <laughs> yeah, at lunchtime, whatever. Like, where's my progress? We miss Takibana again. Takibana is always dark when we go to it. So yeah, so we're going to Takibana Monday night uh, next year. Yeah, yeah, that's the plan. I don't know why they're closed on Sunday. That's so weird. Like Monday, I get like dark night if a restaurant's gonna have a dark. Day is usually Monday. Oh well, they're Sunday. So. Maybe it's because they have a lot of fish. Like maybe I've read that like by Saturday night because fish deliveries yeah. are usually Tuesday, Wednesday. By by Sunday, you're tapped out. Yeah. So maybe that's it. Maybe I don't know. Anyway, anyway it was great. It was um, great. Join the Patreon and go to Cracker Barrel with us at Park. Yeah, it would be great. We'll <laughs> and you drink. can come to our room and get swag and. Yeah. Um, we have the medallion, uh, the besties, uh, medallion. That I have a bunch of besties a, right now. Yeah. yeah. Cause we cast some and, um, and then we forgot to tell everybody we had them. So yeah, we have, I have a, a bunch, ton of them. Just a PM ton. Jackie. They're 50 bucks a piece. They're in a bunch of different colors. Yeah. Um, and then we, we've got to finish up the micro. So they're, so they're 50 bucks a piece, but they're, they're only for certain levels of the Patreon, correct? They are not? for okay. the seven and 12, the herd the mares, and the mare in black. Mare in black and herd nerd. Okay. So. But like, you know, yeah. if you want one, you can just hit up. Just another, join the Patreon for a month. Or, and, you know? Yeah. Yeah. No yeah. big. No big. We don't care. Uh, um, the Risen Renaissance did well. We did. We made $2,600 for the uh, Compton Junior Equestrian, and they already have that money. We, yes, we want to thank all of our donors. It was, uh, we did, had a we spectacular did. raffle. Holy cow. Yeah, we had a big turnout because it was open to everybody. Um, I was so hoping to beat the Are You Kidding Me Live people, but there's just no way at Briar Fest with yeah. everybody having money for everything else we're ever going to get that close. They made 7K, and we'll talk about oh, that. Oh my gosh. In the next segment, but. Yeah. Um, I'm proud of it. 600 more than last year. And that was the goal to beat last yeah. year by 500 bucks. So we got it by a hundred bucks. We got it. Um, uh, I sent the money off. Didn't hear anything from Compton junior equestrian. So hopefully they, they got it and they're happy. I'd give uh, them some more time on that. I mean, the wheels of that kind of organization yeah. run a little slow. Did I tell you like a week after I sent outright international their donation last year, they were like, who are you? Why'd like, you give us money? Why did like, you give us a chunk well, of here we are. And they were like, uh oh, okay. okay thanks cool <laughs> sweet thank you kind stranger <laughs> um so Compton, I like i talked a lot about uh charity navigator last year for outright international because they weren't as well known uh just to set everybody's mind at ease compton junior equestrians and by extension the compton cowboys are also rated four stars by charity navigator so nice excellent uh, so we do have some NAMSA news. Uh, there was a NAMSA dinner. You did not attend this year. Are you? Because I mean, we technically are members because we have a We a are members because of Renaissance, yeah. Renaissance for one thing, and um, Erie Equine, which I held last October. Oh, okay. Right, right. Um, the, there are twofold reasons I didn't go, which I normally go. Um, prep for oh. 
Yeah. And we'll talk about that we'll when we get that. to the Briarfest yeah. segment for the show was complicated. Uh, Wednesday, uh, we went to waiting on the room to get prepped. We went to the little Indian restaurants and it's in the chin. And um, oh, right. That's I right. I ate forgot. The chicken masala and I checked the rice because that's usually where they poison you with nuts. There was no nut thing on the menu. Um, um, but it had, um, had cashews or somewhere. some cashews in cashews. it and it was bad y'all. So I had to go back to the room and lay down. Um, yeah. so Heather did not have a good briar fest. I did not have a good briar fest. I was sick the entire time. We'll talk about that too, yeah. but yeah. And it's going to sound like I'm feeling sorry for myself because I probably am. <laughs> <laughs> I had a good time. Anyway, the, the NAMSA dinner, um, they have a whole recording of uh, Lindsay Diamond talking about the future of the organization and uh, the member uh, oh, show God. of the year. Now, yeah. Lindsay's the incoming president. We love Lindsay. She's a great person. Um, and she has stuck with that organization like a tick. I am, well, because she's always... also the membership secretary because that's who I dealt with with the cards for the show. Oh, yeah. And she's been the membership secretary yeah, for, for a long time. Um, yeah. Her, God's, Godspeed, If I Lindsay. could give NAMSO awards to anybody, her and Chris, Chris Walbrook. Like, yes. Because Chris has been like an OG. And Eleanor. Like, she was, uh, yeah, Eleanor has been with the org for 20, more than 25 years now. Yeah. But like Chris Walbrook's been a rep on and off and membership so, show of the year person. And yeah, like. Well, you want to yeah. talk about talk the talk and walk the walk. Like mm -hmm. when you talk about like public service in the hobby. These are the people that do this thankless job year oh, yeah. after year. Um, they're not elected positions and they don't get votes. And, you know, they just get in there because they think it's the right thing to do. So kudos yeah. to them. Mm. Anyway, membership show of the year. Uh, are you kidding me live? Yeah. Uh, out of Pennsylvania. That is the, uh, the, <laughs> the reconstituted pit crew. If you would, if yeah. you will, it's the Kelly's Heather, uh, Heather B, I never know how it's like Bochabonk or something like that. I'm all I'm sure she will it. correct us. Uh, Stacy Kinney's, uh, Mel Grant, um, yep. that whole gang put this show together, and uh, not only was it uh, apparently a great show that sold out within like a couple of days, um, the the raffle made seven thousand dollars because it yeah. uh, was benefiting a cat shelter, a cat shelter, and. I, I saw the video of the cat shelter getting the check. Say, and did I you see the memes the cat shelter has made for them? <laughs> no. <laughs> you should look. I will look. They're hilarious. <laughs> they have one with a Bengal cat that is overly excited with a bunch of model horses at the bottom. And it says it's the cat's holding a sign that says, congratulations. Are you kidding me? Live 2023. NIMSA model show of the year. I'm like, that is. I didn't think that that was a shelter. I thought that was Steve Gristick. Is he a hobbyist? He's like a he's a hobbyist. Oh, I did not know that. Well, never he's, mind. He sells. Um, he's the one that always has a bunch of uh, decorators and stuff. I am unaware of this man. I may be I, wrong, but I think I, I thought it was feel, Steve Gristick. It was. It was Steve. It was. But I I assumed he was not a hobbyist. But yes. I mean, if I was the shelter, I'd be like down on your luck. Befriend model horse people. Yeah, seriously. Model horse people love a cat shelter, let me tell you. 100%. 7,000. Like, I, I keep meaning to um, message one of the Kellys and be like, how? Like, do you have a sense of how you made that much money? 
Well, I don't know what their raffle looked like. I mean, our raffle was spectacular. Um, but we I'm also sure have, theirs was too. But we also, we also have, have a lot more competition that, than oh, they yeah. do. Yeah. Like, if somebody's going to buy a $2,000 resin, they're not going to be giving us the money. You know what yeah. I mean? Um, or buy an auction. Right. Briar. Um, which I get. Like, I get. in 2000 a decent take for a raffle, I feel like. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm proud of what we did. All right. Uh, we hopping into Briar. Yeah, uh, Briar. Look, just like everything is short because we're everybody's yeah. in recovery mode. Oh yeah, it's about time. But the post Briar stuff, some of the the post Briar Fest stuff uh, is showing up online. My presumption is they were a little late um, getting it out, getting it out, so it'll probably be available a little longer than typically. Yeah, I mean, most of this is uh, they have the live broadcast for replay. I think the last time I checked, it was only Sunday, so I don't know mm -hmm. what's going on with that. Um, apparently, they were set up in a connex behind where the Briar. Yeah, that's where they were. Uh, that's where they were last year too. I gotta, I gotta mess with Cat to get us in there next year. Like she mentioned it this year, and I let it go. Um, but next year I, we gotta be like, Yo. yeah. I was gonna say, I think la I think the year before she kind of like hinted, and we missed. I missed it. You may have caught it, but, but yeah, she did. But well, yeah. she wanted us to go find Kimber in the park and it was like, really, it's 150. Yeah, degrees. like we're not going to find Kimber. In the we park. are not camera ready. Yeah. <laughs> um, they have the demos. They have um, the whole eight hour stream of the horses in the covered arena. Oh, my gosh. Um, so there's a lot of they've got the, a couple of the seminars up. Um, so, yeah, so you can check out. Um, some online stuff. Um, some of the links yeah. are still hot for the artists that have stuff left. So yeah, yeah. So go check. If it you out. bought a ticket, you can still access this stuff. We have a link to it on the blog. Yeah. Uh, also, they've just yesterday released the special run splits because there were a whole bunch of, you know, variations and smaller runs inside the runs and. Um, it was Banana City. <laughs> it was That's, Banana City. It was Banana City. Um, so just running through quickly, um, uh, Surrey and Axel with the Marin Foal pair. The Foal was a 50-50 split between the Standing Foal they showed us and the Action Stock Horse Foal. And I ended up with an Action Stock, stock Horse Foal. He's lovely. I Let's got see. the Standing and I'm very pleased. Yeah, I'm very pleased with that. Uh, Wells, as probably we could have guessed, a 50-50 split Gloss and Matt. Lovely dapple I need gray. a glossy. I, yeah, I ended up with one of each. I thought I had three mats, and then when I finally opened them up at all, all at home, I had one glossy, and I was like, oh, okay. Uh, Surrey, which was the uh, little pony, the fell scurry. pony. Scurry. Sorry, sorry scurry. Um, so Scurry was a 50-50 split between the bay they showed us and a Perlino Tobiano. So same pattern. Yeah. Um, so, and, you know, like since Scurry is a, an event with a you drive with a pony pair, so that kind of makes sense. Uh, jump and drive. Also, this one maybe a little bit we could have predicted ahead of time. Had a mane and tail split 50-50, so half of them were had a loose mane and tail, half of them had a braided mane and tail. Oh, now we get into the... Into now the we get into the heavy hitters. So, Spios. I will just put it... I'm just going to use my powers for evil, but I'm on <laughs> the lookout for the variation of Spios. Um, so 10% of them, so 240 were this red and black color shift decorator that is and, 
uh, actually is stunning. Like the picture on this actually, website does no it, detail. They were calling it Metal Flake at yeah. Briar Fest, and that's it's more like candy. Accurate. It's candy apple red, and it looks like it. It reminds me of the Nicholases from Christmas in a way. But with more yeah. iridescence. Yeah. And, and it's, it's darker. Very it's, much uh, like a muscle car color. It's, yeah. It's candy apple red. It's beautiful. Um, the Arabian Araba was also a 10% variation. So another 240 pieces that were a lighter rose gray Sabino Pinto. Which is very pretty, by the very way. Very pretty. Uh, and t- uh, and uh, the donkey. Um, Pinatine. Pinatine. Uh, 200 of those, so another 10% of the run were this decorator rose green gold color shift. Very, very pretty. We got to see yeah. one of these like in hand, and it was yeah, Jackie pulled like three yeah, variations. I in pulled her box, three variations. So. Um, all of them are gone, <laughs> like, but all, wow. of them are, all of them have been rehomed into places that are very happy with the donkey. was very pretty. Um, for the online guys, the stablemate buggy, um had a variation that was a uh like a palomino kind of color also 10 percent of that run and studebaker had a 10 percent was uh a bl- this blue interference blue purple color like ocean blue Oviano. so pretty so pretty I like and they released that like when the light when the online stuff went live they were like this is what's available so i gambled on a studebaker and got the palomino which she's nice but oh my gosh, this blue is pretty. Yeah, I got the Palomino too, and I kind of half half heartedly conga the Shagya yeah. because I love Olala, which is the original resin that mm-hmm. Bridget did. Um, but I really need that blue, y'all. That like blue is up. really pretty. I'm Look like a girl up. Yeah, so like Heather needs that blue pinto Arab. I need that car color shift. <laughs> yeah. Amazig. As oh. Let's God. let's let us talk. Yes, let's talk. Oh, and on the Studebaker, somebody posted a picture of the blue Studebaker oh, with yeah. like a teal Studebaker next to it, and I was like, "What is going on? What is that variation of variations? <laughs> variations of variations. It's variation inception. It's crazy. Can we not? Can we not? And next year's the thirty-fifth anniversary, so there's going to be micros oh, in look, there so we were talking about this uh at Briarfest, and i was like well what's the 35th anniversary so people coral. google it and it's like coral so i don't know if they're gonna run with that or if it's gonna be something else but you know if they start doing those 30 35 off runs the yeah uh, with with the growth of how many people are coming and collecting it's gonna be like a total mayhem it's gonna be armageddon to, it's gonna be fury road zoo city <laughs> Huge accident. Zoo City. Watch out for the people lurking around the SR. That's tent. right. If you get something weird, hold on to it until the numbers come Do out. Do not let you someone persuade you out of a horse that you for think maybe you don't bucks. like. If it's not what Briar advertised, it's probably rare. It's probably rare. Hang on to it. We also got today, we got the stage po- stagecoach survive- stage survivor. I, yeah, that's accurate, actually. <laughs> it's Hamilton, Stage, so yeah. Stagecoach su- surprise split numbers. I'm not going to go into detail on them. No, but um, we have a link to yeah, it. Yeah, we on have our a blog. link to it. There were but, six uh, variations. Um, five of them had a matte glossy split. Uh, all the glossies were 375, and uh, the colors had a descending number of the matte colors yeah. had a descending number. Like, so 
that's been pretty consistent. Yeah. Over the last few years. So, um, I want to note, shout out to the people that participated in March Madness again. Right? They got what it right. What the heck? They got it right the first they year. They, we came in second. Yeah. Uh, the second year. And this year they got it right again. So. Amazing. Good looking out. So I got, um, I got a Matt Dapple Gray, who's beautiful. A Matt Chestnut, also lovely. And my favorite, the Matt Black Pinto, because if he's you told me, really nice and he's so nice because he's also super pearly um and if you had told me beforehand there's gonna be a black pinto hamilton i've been like man eh, okay eh. and i opened mine up and i was like oh this is lovely like he is easy he's so he's just pretty easy so he's i pulled really um, nice. on my actual ticket i pulled a glossy buckskin mm-hmm. which i was like wow cool and then on nice. my vendor pack i pulled a matte black pinto mm-hmm. and then i bought everybody else because nice like, <laughs> yeah i was like i'm like i'm not gonna do that because <laughs> i need this be <laughs> like, putting all my money i love life. hammy and i know i have to keep my hammy i love hammy intact. too but i I'm although okay i'm not gonna that... go for the mats like technically if you're gonna conga everything yeah. you should have the mat split but not doing it oh you're such That's... a such a fake fan i know i know <laughs> So bad. Wow. Uh, the Briarfest 2024 theme is Drummle Against All Odds. And there's a bay, looks like a bay thoroughbred on, uh, yeah. on the a bay generic I, horse. I don't know what it means. I, I assume it's no horses that have overcome tremendous odds or riders in their horses that have overcome yeah. tremendous odds. We don't know. Um, I think. It's setting up to be uh, mass confusion like um, Horse Heroes was. Yes. Oh, my gosh. Like, I thought it was a good theme, but it kind of mixed superheroes and real heroes. And there was a segment of our hobby that was not going to be happy happy with that. Every single horse was a cop horse. So, you know, and that's hyperbole. But you know what I'm talking about. Anyway, um, our theme is going to be Tiki Bar. (laughs) We will have a Tiki Bar in our room. On our golf cart and probably and at Resin Renaissance. And res- at Resin Renaissance. Our judges will have lays and grass skirts. Yes. <laughs> Be prepared. Unless the grass skirts are going to interfere with their jobs. And <laughs> then no. we will. You can wear shorts under them. It's fine. Um, <laughs> we're not. We're not going. We're not asking you to wear a coconut bra. We're just. Yeah. Anyway, it'll be fun. It'll be Although super fun. That would fun. raise us a lot more money. Yeah. Um. <laughs> you know what that's a talk for another time but uh it'll, anyway um so we don't know what these we'll resin renaissance only fans it's a family friendly event let's remember that <laughs> let's remember oh uh, we're kidding fam- cat cat we're kidding we're kidding, we're kidding. Jamie. yeah please word this is the humor part of the podcast <laughs> anyway uh we also want to mention you should nominate briar for the museum of play Wow, uh, they've been trying to get in for a couple of years now. Come on, I let's know. make 2023. Let's make it happen. Let's like, make screw the Transformers. Uh, let's get some girls represented out Seriously. there. Seriously. We all played with Briars. That's right. Barbie and Briars. Let's do it for Barbie. Let's do it. Barbie's already in there, I think. She's got a movie this year. I know, but right didn't now. you always try and stick your... I always tried to put my sister's Barbie on my briars. Yeah, she doesn't ride very well. She, she does comes not. apart, actually. 
Her legs pop her off. Her legs pop off, yeah. Like, they made a horse for Barbie that I had that was flocked, and they had to pare down the barrel, so it was like this, like an inch wide, so Barbie could sit on the horse, and I was oh like, Oh my that's god, not, that that's not, not right. okay. <laughs> it's not okay. <laughs> like... All, All right. right, moving on to Stone. Yes. Uh, Stone has two new molds right now. They're in resin. I assume they will move them to plastic. I like uh, this Like they did one. with uh, with um, some oh, other yeah. recent stuff, like the the Gypsy and the, um, the Stock Horse. The Stock, Stock Horse. Horse by Maggie yeah. Remington. Um, the first one is Augustus. He is a sport horse. It's a resin pre-order. Um, he looks very nice. He looks he like looks, a very solid citizen. Yes, he does. Um, he looks very Sue, Sue Sifton or Kid yes, Cantrell. I would agree with that. Uh, but I like his big noggin. I do too. And his big feet. Yes, he's got a lot of bone. I he's would, a good guy. I'll be excited to see him in plastic, frankly. Uh, they also have a new Pony Mare in full, uh, Trixie and Baby. And Trixie's also very cute because she looks very, very much like a backyard pony with her big noggin and her long back and her short little legs. Like, I've seen ponies that look like this. She's oh, yeah. Cute. She's cute super cute. Yeah. And the foal is adorable. Yeah. Cutie. And that one's, no, that one's already nobody, no longer Must available. Must have sold out. Must have sold out. Good for them. Yeah. Yay. Yay, indeed. Um, and, um... We don't have a lot of equalazi going on. I, I know some people, there was a dinner and there was a kid's auction, but I didn't see a lot of news uh, from it. But coming up, we have Art of the Horse. Mm -hmm. um, and this has been going for a couple of years now, and it always happens like a month after Briarfest. And it will talk about the people that entered all the artistic categories um, for equine art. And they make those into actual stone Models. horses that you can buy. So mm -hmm. uh, drawing and painting, literature and film are being rewarded. So, yeah. Check it out. We have check a link it to out. it on the blog. Oh, woo. Woo. Moving into Chinaland. We have so much news in Chinaland. Holy cow. We have other. It's not just China. It's it's other. It's basically Chinaland for this one. But there's a lot of China. I mean, there's a lot sure. of China. First of all. Exciting, the yes. most exciting. There, Hagen Renneker Fellowship is back. Yes, Hagen Renneker Collectors ahead. Club. It's going to be Sunday, July seventh. So it's the it's the Sunday before Briarfest. So, so we are planning to attend because it. Heather will already be here. We'll just drive to Tennessee on you know on Saturday, instead of Kentucky on Monday, and we'll go to Fellowship and then we'll hook over to. Lexington. On yeah, because it's like morning. three and a half hours. Yeah, it's so easy. We're gonna book it down in Tennessee. I already got our hotel room. Yeah, like I'm on. Yeah, it. like I'm so excited. We're so, so, yeah. I'm so I'm so. We're gonna excited go down well. there and and commune with the HR people. Yeah, and uh, see Christina, who I adore. Um, and uh, they have an amazing studio down there. Um, in the museum. And the museum. Mm -hmm. Yes, and it's going to be a great time. And then we will throw ourselves on the car in Monday as usual, and the trip will be a lot shorter. And yep. go to Briarfest. Very excited about fellowship. You have to be an HR Tennessee member to attend. They've just HR Collectors Club member. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah. Um, 
And uh, what would I do without you? Because I am an idiot. We work together, baby. <laughs> uh, there's a link to it on the blog, but you have to subscribe to HR Collectors Club um, to become a member, which also grants you the rights to their newsletter, yep. to buy the releases. And, you know, Christina like, just put out a new release called Puka. And, mm, oh, my gosh. Yeah. So, yeah. And it's like, it's under 30 bucks. And, uh, you know, fellowship is free. If you're a member, you can just come. So, well worth the 30 bucks. So and come. I assume there's going to be vendors. You can buy stuff there. Yeah. There are going to be lectures. There's a gift bag. It's going to be sweet. It's going to be good time. I am very excited about this. I am almost as excited for that as I am Briar Fest. I agree. Because yeah. I have not been able to go to a fellowship. And this no, is in year. years. Well, the last China thing I did was bring out your Chinas in 2011 that your job made you not come to. Oh, I was in proposal. Mm. I'll never forgive them for Still that. Still angry about that. Still with the same company. Um, mm. Don't know why. <laughs> um Bills. But the thing about the thing about the thing about fellowship this year is um they it, christina was trying to have it and then pandemic screwed it up mm -hmm. and there were some other challenges so i think this is fellowships back for the first time in a couple of years well i'm excited because i would definitely want to go yeah because clinky yeah. mayhem was last year but yeah uh, and that was west so coast and i could not make that no. happen i'm so excited about this like it was that or briar fest yeah and a lot of people were like, it's Clinky Mayhem or Briar West. And I was like, well, Briar West is in Denver. There's no Yeah, question. like, yeah, it's, it's in my backyard. I can't not go. Yeah. Um, All right. Anyway. Speaking of HR. Yes. So uh, one of the things that uh, they had, Christina had at Briar Fest was a lovely display of uh china models of various types that ended up as briar models yeah and she had examples of the chinas and examples of the plastic so, so cool. you know there was the hagen renneker what we think of as the classic arab mare stallion and the race horses but she had a beam adios too yeah yeah um you know and and she had the, the rosenthal poodle and yeah. like she had a lot of examples of things that had been ceramic first and then were plastic um it was a by really, various means by various means um but it was a really interesting display there was a lot a lot of stuff to look at um, a lot of hr she had wax cast she had a wax mm -hmm. cast of one of the original hagen renekers which like yeah. had still had maureen loves like markings and stuff on it it was yep. very very cool and it she was, let you she let you touch stuff she let you touch them there were um for people that are really interested in more Maureen Love's work in particular for Briar, she had the entire racehorse series. Yep. She had the Arabs and she had the stable mates, yeah. which to this day, I feel like nothing Briar has made yeah. can rival the stable mates or the classics really. Yeah. Like just fabulous. Yeah. The, they're just, the it was lovely to and see the fidelity them. of those. Like when they talk about how they can't get that kind of, fidelity and i'm more like we did at one point what like, happened yeah i well, think you really mean it's not affordable to do that anymore well or that something. or it's or rules have changed and like you know you can't use the things you used to use to do the things you used to do like you know 
like the way they made the originally way they made the word with the wood grains they can't do that anymore because it's cancer thing. <laughs> like, <laughs> Hear that, everybody? everybody. Toss out Not for you, for the people that made them. Um, So we can't do that anymore. So sometimes, you know, techniques change over time and you can't get the same results. But, you know, you can always find another way to do that. You know, and I think with like the rise of digital sculpting and 3D printing, there's certainly things we can do now that we couldn't do. Sure. Back in the day. So, you know. Yay. But it was a very, very cool display. I'm excited I got to look at it. Yeah. Maureen loves sales. So, mm. if anyone remembers, uh, pre-pandemic, there was a big sale by the Maureen Love Estate that sold a bunch of her sketches, her sketchbooks. Yeah. And they ripped yes. out, they tore out pieces and sold them individually. Um, so, this sale is going to resume again this fall. We have a link to it on our blog from Christina, once again, sell, uh, sharing it on her page, September 16th. Um, she has the seller ID. Uh, it is Maureen Love's family and not the mm-hmm. broker. Uh, over three weeks, there will be 100 large 8, eight wow. by 11 and 12 by 17 sketches. Contents of three medium boxes of many specialties, birds and dogs. Uh, also glazed like not drawings like actual miniatures glazed by the HR factory. So holy crap. Save your money. Wow. Yeah. I there's like so much going on the last sale. Like, and I treasure those sketches. Like I'm not sure. Cause they're front and back. I got to find somebody that can do a double paint mount. Yeah. Good luck. Yeah. Right. That's where but there's a picture. I don't know if that's something that sold before, but it's amazing. It's yeah. just Maureen Love's interpretation of the equine form is just classic. Hmm. And finally, rounding out the other, we have the the one non clinky item. No, we have two more. <laughs> oh, we have two more. Yeah. Oh, we do. I'm sorry, I didn't. Oh, we have, yeah, we have two more after page this. break. Yep. I yeah. Sorry my eyes. <laughs> i need to get my i need to get a new pair of glasses like literally because it's getting to be a problem um anyway uh we have first of all we had a model horse survey um which went out a couple of months ago like back in april and we're starting to get the data back from that and um this is what is her name mave mave so Maeve, I'm sorry, but she has a new different name on Facebook. So um, I think it's page- still pronounced Maeve. I think she just spelled it the traditional Gaelic way. Okay, well, that's a B. Anyway, Maeve, so anyway, Maeve has a uh, starting to, they're starting to analyze their data and they came out with their demographics information part, which is interesting, um, you know, so like basically like, where people live and what, you know, your ethnic background is and whatnot and gender and whatnot. And it's, it which is very, very interesting. By the yeah, way. Which, well, yeah. Um, well, gender wasn't, but then there was a bunch of, there was other questions that she asked that were optional. That right. People had a shit over. Have, yeah. People had a conniption over. Um, the sexuality part was optional and that was a part where, and marital status and whatnot was optional. Um, but it's an interesting, it's an interesting kind of breakdown. Like, you know, big surprise. Most of us are American and white and blah, blah. But, you know, right. You know, it's interesting to note 
the diversity within the hobby. One of the things that she did say that like for people that identified as disabled, that we skew much higher than what the average population mm -hmm. is, um, which says that, you know, the hobby is more accessible than, than average, which I thought was interesting. Yeah. Or that I had a thought on it, that it meant that um, disabled people might flock to the hobby because that yeah. is their window to the equine world. That could because uh, be. doing it, doing it in reality is, uh, I won't say impossible, but limiting. Yeah. She said, yeah, she said, it's interesting to note that it's like the 47% of the survey respondents, they had responded that they had a disability. Uh, it's interesting to note that global estimates of disability hover around 15 to 20%, but nearly half the hobby survey respondents are identified as having a disability. This proves that accessibility in the hobby is incredibly important. So something to think about. Yep. Since we're in Disability Awareness Week, Awareness Month of July. Yep. Yeah. Uh, so Jurassic Classic, this is a, a show that's coming up next uh, spring. Um, it's Anna Miller and Anna Kearns, the Annas. Mm. We have Annas now. We have Heathers and we have Jennifers and now we have Annas. And now we have Annas. Um, this is in my backyard in Cheyenne, Wyoming. Mm. They are looking to make this a destination show. Um, they're oh, staffing really? right now and looking for judges. Um, I think it's going to be super fun. They're going to have dinosaur performance. Um, stealing it from the Jennifer show a little bit, but I don't think the Jennifer's mine. No. Um, because the Jennifer's, I, I don't think, uh, are planning on having another um, Jennifer show. Jennifer show, at least not for a long while. So um, Jennifer. Uh, Scott has real horses now and um, so does Jennifer Buxton and they both have jobs. And I think, you know, a show of that magnitude. Adulting. Yeah, it takes a while. Yeah, lot a of show fun. of that magnitude with all the moving parts that they had because they were, Jen and, was, Jen and Jen were sculpting and casting their own stuff. It's just, it's, it's a full-time yeah. job. It's like having a wedding. Oh so, yeah, every year. At any rate, I digress. Uh, Jurassic Classic is going to be super fun. It is going to be May 18th, 2024. And um, I will probably babble about this more later. I just want to put it on everybody's radar. At least in the western part of the states, it's probably worth driving to. Nice. Mm. Uh, and then finally, uh, in other... We will have a link for this, but uh, Casey's Gallop and Gals, who have been a supplier of doll rider bodies in the hobby. Um, they are apparently just selling what they've got left in their inventory and they're not ordering anymore. Um, closing. They're closed. Well, they're not, they're not closing. They're shifting their focus. Uh, apparently the, the husband of the pair of them wants to do some stuff. So um, there's a link to where their existing stock is. There's not a lot. Um, yeah. Cause I went and checked it out earlier today. So because everybody panicked. I know. Like, and, and like, I don't need any more dolls. Like, I have a nice selection of English and Rider and Western and other things. Lord, do I know I have other things. Um, you know, <laughs> but, yeah. I have made Anfield do so many weird things. Um, and she's been game, so. And she's been like, okay, cool, let's do that. I'm like, all right, let's ride. Um, so many weird dolls. Um, but, uh, you know, so, you know, if you need a doll and a Gracie body, your Vaughn body, like 
that's the body that rides really well. You should probably yeah. get one. <laughs> yeah, I, like, I, I, don't I don't know, know how many. I don't know what the what the doll makers have kind of stashed away in their in their you know their what are they doing with the tooling? Yeah. Who knows? So yeah, we don't know. Which is a bummer because when Yvonne was originally released, like the company that originally made the tooling was going to stop, and Casey's Galloping Gals kind of stepped up and and took it over for a long, long time. So I'm not sure what the issue is. If it's just if it's the rights to the tooling, if they actually own it, or if they're just kind of like, they're just shifting their focus and they want to do other things. So, you I know, mean, I, I can't imagine I that. I would have to guess is it's not making them any money. Yeah, I was going to say, I'm going to, I can't imagine that just, <laughs> I, just, just uh, that just marketing to the hobby is something Occam, you could do. Occam's razor. Yeah. You got to do other, you got to like look at other markets as well. Like the hobby's great, but like, you know, eventually, I don't know. The hobby's much smaller than people think that it is, especially people at show, especially people at show performance. There's just not. And, and one of the things that I've noticed in the hobby is, except for a very select group that has mm-hmm. the means to buy a very select group of customs and artist resins and high end OF plastic, so, yeah. the hobby is incredibly cheap. Oh like, yeah. Oh yeah. Nobody yeah. wants to pay for nothing. So, so it's funny. I was having this conversation with Morgan actually the other day about like people that have thousands of dollars worth of horses on like <laughs> the worst collection of mel- you know, melamine bookcases you could possibly imagine. Oh, yeah. yeah. And I'm like, yeah, I know that's a thing. I don't get it. Um, but you know, people would rather take five bucks and buy another horse than invest in what their collection is living in um you know you know unlike you know you have these beautiful cabinets behind you i have lovely i have very sturdy shelves downstairs they're not closed off to cats but they're nice wide bases and they're secured to the to each other at least they're not secured to the wall because it's all cinder block down there um you know but they're not going anywhere what used to kill me is people with with you know, two and three thousand dollar customs and resins would crank about how much nan entries were. Oh my gosh! Yeah, don't get me started. Like, come on. Like, oh yeah, we want the entry cap. And like, no, no, we're not bringing back the, the people the, the that the paid all cap. this money for these really rare OFs would crank about pony pouches. I know. Like, it's like it's like we guys. don't live in a vacuum. Like, uh, inflation is a thing, right? And it's like, you know, there's, there is a big gotta catch them all mentality among, cause back in the day, excuse me, as I get on my rocker and like, shake my cane at the Rocking kids. Rocking soapbox time. Shake my cane at the kids in the yard. Um, back in the day, Briars, for one, there were no model horses other than Briar, basically. And Briars. There were, but nobody wanted them. Right, you know, you know, but Briar was the game in town, and their lineup didn't change very much year to year, and it was no. entirely possible to obtain everything they had made to a point. In the nineties, they started really making radical changes to their line annually. Their quality kind of suffered, and Stone broke away, and kind of gave them a challenge and you know right. now we've kind of that started the 
the era that we're in where like it's a nice time to be a model horse collector there's right. so many nice things you don't have to own them all but there's still a lot of people that have that gotta catch them all mentality um which leads them to wanting to spend money on horses and not necessarily on ways to contain also them. there's and this is for china too there's this super terrestrial group of people uh, for ofs both china mm. and plastic that um, collect to the point that i feel it's it's detrimental to their morality. pathology yeah <laughs> and you know i i'm not talking about anybody that's a close friend but i have seen the way some of these people act to get what they want and i'm just like oh yeah I, yeah yeah i am not willing to go that far i'm like, not gonna go cut i'm not gonna like cut a person a pile of dog crap if yeah. i did that like i saw something go down at briar west over one of the design your owns that oh, i was just like yeah i know you are a terrible person you and your cronies are terrible i know you know if you are that. doing that just to get something yeah that's please seek therapy I, yeah right like there there was a horse for sale um by the same person that was a, a model I conga hardcore. And I really have been looking for this piece. Um, and for one thing, one of my friends was bidding in on it. And for another thing, I was like, I would rather burn in hell than buy a horse from this person. <laughs> like, that's how I felt about it. Like, and there were questions over its provenance and stuff. And I wasn't yeah. really worried about that. Um, I think it, it, it was real, but yeah. I was just like, I cannot justify giving this person money. I get it. Money. There's sometimes been like, oh, I've been looking for that. Oh, it was painful. Yeah, I'm it like, oh, yeah, no, I'm not giving them money. I'm, I'm happy to the nice. person that got it though because yeah. I like that person very much. But oh my yeah. god, God. Well, should we take a break before we get into Briarfest? Yeah, let's be talk about Briarfest. Uh, yeah, it's gonna be hour. like three hours, folks. So strap. Hope in. you like it because I know people have yeah. been like, we like it when you used to do four-hour shows. And like, mm, yeah. <laughs> well, here, here's the thing: make it last because we're gonna take a break until <laughs> September. Yeah, because one. I will we, literally we be out of the country. Out, she'll be out of the country. And we spit out three shows during um, uh, August or June mm. and July, and we're doing the wrap up, and then we we need a minute. Y'all, yeah. she's going on vacation. Yep. And yo. I will not have internet access. It's going to be lovely. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We'll be, we're going to take a break and we'll be back with the rundown. The Mayor's in Black podcast. Are you back? We're back. We're back. Oh my God. Briarfest rundown time. Briarfest rundown time. So Friday and Saturday were kind of a blur. I like got. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm, well, I always do this to myself. I'm like, well, I'll get to New Jersey by noon, so I'll just leave at O dark thirty at six a.m. Yeah, you don't endeavor. have to do that if you if it's but, not comfortable. Uh, well, because that's always the cheapest flight, right? So, oh, that's true. Also, flying early in the morning means you don't have the nine hour. You know, if something gets backed up, you usually miss right. that. So I uh, so I got my butt out of bed at three a.m. and made it to the God airport bless. and. You know, got wheeled around because of my knee, which was both awesome and humiliating at the same time. Uh, you should just with my cane, it. I felt like a golden girl. It was amazing. Um, so I got there at noon, and Jackie picked me up, and away we went. And I think it was kind of until Sunday. It was just kind of pack, 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 like yeah, play Zelda and prep, like. Yes. 
just Jackie drug a whole bunch of boxes that I sent to her with all the show stuff. And we started making the the pile that needs to go in yeah. the car, which I can watch Dave twitch every time he walks in the room and sees it. Like, oh, it's a pile. Oh, <laughs> I'm sorry. I probably have ADHD. I make piles. It's what I do. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. So that really was Friday and Saturday. Just yeah, pretty like, much. We didn't even drink that much. We we're just prepping and playing no. and napping. and. Yeah. Yeah. You had one day, you just napped the whole day. And we were like, okay, she must be tired. (laughs) I don't know what was going on, but like it was the day after I arrived. I think it was Saturday. And I was like, you were just on the couch. Down. 12 hours for the couch. Yeah. Like, I don't know what that was about. We'll work work around it. Uh, (laughs) Sunday, Sunday we had uh, the annual Cheese Plate Live, which is not a model horse show. But it does involve model horse show people. It does. I refer to it as cheese and screaming also online. Um, it was a small attendance this year. We had uh, you, me, we had Beth Rappelier, and we had uh, Mayor yeah. uh, Lensfane and, and Christine. Christine Jordan. Um, but it was fun. And basically, it's uh, we put I put out a big charcuterie. We went to the fancy-ass cheese shop in Montclair and got some fancy cheese. Mm, we did. It was, it was so good. The truffle so good. cheese. Oh, the truffle cheese is so good. Um, So we got like um, a bunch of fancy cheese and we had jams and all kinds of crackers. And we just sat around and noshed and had a good time. And Mare brought a cake, which is still in my freezer. Oh, yeah. That cake was. was And she bought some crazy alcohol like she always does. Oh, yeah. She brought some really good cider, which I've actually finished. It was cider with black, no, blueberries? Blueberries. Black cherry, a, I thought. It was, no, or it was blueberries. Was it was black currant. It was, no, it was blueberries. It was something more mundane. Um, but it was a beautiful purple color because um, I was drinking that after we got home because I was like, I, I have a giant, I had a giant magnum of wine that I put in the fridge and we didn't touch. And I was like, I don't want to open that. That's another <laughs> thing. Since I've been taking this Ozempic, I don't. Freaking really drink that much. Yeah, it was shocking. (laughs) Like, Josh is like, are you okay? And everybody at Briarfest was like, what? Like, yeah. uh, Yeah, we still spent way too much money at the liquor barn. Anyway. We did, and we had a great party. We had a great party. We'll get to that. So Cheese and Screaming was super fun. Um, I just, I like Mare, and I like Beth, and I like Christine, and it was just, it was just fun. It's just fun. Oh, and Mara, Mara is having. Well, I tagged her because I saw yeah. her backyard finally with her. Her. She sent me those pictures, and she's like, "You could just come down." And I was like, "Oh, that looks very nice. That looks amazing." We might. So we I might said, do you cheese. Are, and, I was like, "You are definitely doing the shark." We might do party. cheese and screaming next year at Mara's house because she has a nice layout. She's already agreed. It's done. All right, we're doing cheese and screaming in Cranberry, New Jersey. Well, we might Uber down. Um. But uh, it was fun. Uh, we had partially loaded the car. Monday, we finished loading the car, and we drove for 12 And by we, she means she. I'm, I like to drive. <laughs> um, I drove for 12 no, no, hours. loading the car. Oh, that too. Um, whatever. I, I, liked, I also prefer to Tetris the car by myself. Like, we were on one of these tr- weird owl trips, and, like, we travel with Dave's podcast partner, Ethan, and I adore Ethan. Ethan is yeah, he's great. Awesome. I love Ethan. He's fantastic. 
and Ethan likes to help. And when I am loading my car, I am like, I don't need your help. And he's like, are you sure I would like to help? And I'm like, you can help me by not helping. I'm like, I will get violent. He's like, okay. And he walks. She will too. Like, I'm like yeah. so not yeah. to belabor the point, but I packed her clothes accidentally. That's, that's because I thought Sunday. they were dirty clothes and holy crap. Tornado. We'll tell that story on Monday <laughs> because I'm sorry, but like, you need to talk about this. Are you traumatized? I am because, okay, first of all, I had slept in those clothes. The, the clothes I ended up riding Sunday, home in Sunday, on, right? Let's get on there. Monday. Okay, fine. We'll get there when we get to Monday. There's, <laughs> there's a lot of anger and resentment on Monday. <laughs> like, so we got there on Monday. We drove in. We got in there. We got all our crap out. We started like hanging stuff up. All right. Okay. So like last year after Briarfest, I went to Dragon Con. And it was my first Dragon Con, and I went with people who have been going to things like Dragon Con a long time, and they were, they were professional. Oh yeah. They also camp. They also camp, so they were like double professional because like they brought all this stuff, and I was like, wow, this seems like a lot of stuff. And then like in the morning, they would have coffee percolating. They would have a better breakfast than what they were serving in the hotel. But they did things like they used command hooks. Like the thing they did that blew my mind that we that I definitely brought to Briarfest was they like we had five people staying in this suite or six people staying in a suite. And um what they did was that we everybody had their own command hook in the bathroom with their name over it, like on piece of painter's tape. And you knew where your freaking towel was the whole week. Mm-hmm. Which was nice. Um because we certainly weren't getting room service any more than anybody at Briarfest. <laughs> right. Um, so I was like, this is a brilliant idea. I don't Were you guys understand. in the Marriott? No, we were like, we were not in a group. We were not in a, we were on a hotel that oh, was on the, the shuttle host route. Hotels. Gotcha. Yeah, we were not in the host hotel. We were on, a, we were, we were literally, we were right on the shuttle route, which was perfect. Uh, um, it was some kind of sweet hotel because there were six of us staying in this room. Yeah. With like, enough crap cosplay crap for six people for five days i mean it was nuts um but it was it worked out pretty well um because like the people i was staying with were like we know how this works and they just did all this stuff and i was like oh this is i'm stealing all these ideas for briar fest so i sold their, <laughs> their command hook ideas we also put command hooks all over the room because we didn't know what to do with the driving forward theme so we just decided to use Zelda as our room theme. So I brought a bunch of props and we just made the Royal Hyrule Museum in the room, which looked great, frankly. Yeah, it looked great. I thought it, was it a looked huge amazing. Hit. It was a huge hit. We had at least two boyfriends who came in the room and lost their minds. And wouldn't like, leave. Yeah, and, and, like, like, and the girlfriends had to drag them out because they were like, we don't want to leave because we just want to be nerds. And I was like, let's be nerds. And they were, the girlfriends were like, no. <laughs> let's Excuse be me. nerds about this other is things my nerd in, a, in another room um but we had the we had shields and weaponry hung up all over the room oh and she had documentation like you would yes see i because I, like, I thought because like, i was like oh it's a museum so like i put up little cards that like you know explained what was going on and you know it i thought it was hilarious um and like at least two guys who walked in the room were like, oh, 
lost their minds. It was worth it just for those two dudes. But anyway, command hooks, it was great. Also, you do have to remove the command hooks exactly how they explain on the packaging. Or, or you will, tear the wallpaper. Or you will remove a patch of wallpaper, which I did on the first hook I took off, but the rest of them came off just fine. Anyway, um, so, <laughs> yeah. So we decorated our room. It looked amazing. Went to the liquor barn. Went to the liquor barn. Went shopping. Went shopping. Bought a bunch of booze. Had sushi at Malone's. Had sushi at Malone's, weirdly enough. Um, the lanes came in on Monday or Yeah, that, that evening. On yeah. Tuesday. On Monday night or Tuesday night? Tuesday. Tuesday, okay. Now, Monday um, we just got there, ate dinner, and flopped. Yeah. And then Tuesday we did all our shopping and stuff. Um, it says set up pil- the room. It says pilgrimage. What was the pilgrimage on? Uh, to liquor barn. Oh, to liquor barn. Yeah, very important. It's a particular liquor barn, also. Um, so that was fun. Like when I hear the music from Zelda when we go there now. That's oh. that's appropriate. Um, <laughs> Wednesday. So Wednesday was an interesting split because. No. Last year on Wednesday, the room was partially set up, and we just kind of went and did our thing. And this year, I because I got a VIP ticket because I got suckered in by the swag bag for VIP, um, and they offered a tour of Hillcroft Farm, which is where Bravor Fifty Four lives, and um, I got I got to go to that as well. So that was like like one to three in the afternoon theoretically one to three in the afternoon right um so it was going to be during prime primo setup time so the joke was i wasn't going to be there for setup right <laughs> it was joke. and it was like we were gonna we were gonna go down there with the boxes with my male right. crew which was jared lane and robbie our son mm. and you know we assumed because last year was like this it would be yeah. ready and we would just throw everything out there and we'd be done by four o'clock and if jackie came back for whatever it would be great walked in the room that's not what happened (laughs) like i literally posted a picture of empty room with like remnants from whatever happened the day before that were in there at two o'clock there was nothing else going on in there it was just empty so we waited we waited we waited we waited and then um i went up and i was like eh and they were like Hey, hey, don't worry. Um, so I came back. We waited. A, we had dinner. I poisoned myself. Um, and Jackie went and went new nicely, New Jersey, uh, which so is better than I had Southern lovely, Angry. On so I had the, a lovely time at Hillcroft Farm. Um, <laughs> we got to see their carriage collection, which was extensive, insane. And beautiful. I'm sure, extensive and beautiful. Um, got to meet Bravor Fifty Four. He was very nice. Um, it was lovely. Um, he was smaller than you thought. He though, was right? smaller than I thought he, he was. I gonna thought be. he was going to be a big boy. No, he was. I mean, he was smaller than like a big ass dressage horse. But he, like, he was about the size of a horse that I probably would have ridden. So like fifteen, three, sixteen hands ish. You know, not not reigning horse small, but not dressage horse tall either. Yeah. Um, and he was very kind. He was a good horse. Um, got lots of fun pictures. Um our bus got lost on the way to <laughs> There's always one bus. It was only one bus. Well um, then that's why. Yes. Um so 
There was only one bus. Um, anyway, we got lost on the way there. So we got there late. And so we kind of like, they kind of were like, hey, where are you going? Where were you guys? LOL. Um, so we got home late too. And by the time I got back, I was like, you know, I found out that the room was like completely not happening yet. And so I had to go kind of gently ride their butts, but like gently, but firmly ride there. But like, I wouldn't get mean, but I was very like, yeah. Hey, like, so it got to the point where it's like, I would show up in the, in the lobby. And they were like, Oh great. She's back. <laughs> um, and at one point they were like, yeah, you'll have it set up by 1145. And I was like, yeah, that's not totally acceptable because like we have all this other stuff we have to do after you're well, set up. Yeah. Why it come to find out later, Kat had sent them that, you know, they were like, well, Briar just said everything needed to be ready by seven. Cat like yeah. showed us documentation today or yesterday that was like this room needs to be set yeah. up by and like, we we're like uh, yeah the other rooms don't because they were prioritizing setting up the artisans gallery and we're like yeah artisans gallery opens after we're done and they were like well that's not what they said and I'm like we doubt that but whatever um, <laughs> so like I kept like just being grumpy and going down there like every thirty minutes and stomping around and just you know not saying anything but being like an, a presence and. By like nine o'clock, enough stuff was set up that we could lay do the things I needed to do. Um, well, yeah, not not exactly true. We set that room up for the oh, okay. So I didn't know that the part. admin tables. Okay, yes. yeah, but but they had set up enough of the showers tables and stuff that we could go lay out like the sh the show package right. and crap like that. Um, so we got that all done happily well before 11 45 because i was because i kind of one point was like okay so i said so i said i probably have another hour or two worth of work to do in that room after you're set up i said and we have to be up at 7 a.m we said we have to be open by 7 a.m i said so it's not acceptable for me to be out until like two dealing with this, this. I, and i was just like what can we do about this for next year so i was doing that kind of stuff yeah um you know but yeah it was not like I. So I think they, I feel like they have like a new manager in the catering slash no, convention hall. Everything like it was who was like different to me. Yeah, it was like year. last year. It was just so easy to deal with, and this year it was like every step of the way. Like in the morning when we opened, we did not have a PA system. Our coffee service, instead of being set up inside of the room, also wasn't set up like when we opened. It was set up like out by the pool area for some And there was no reason. water or tea. There was no water. There was tea. There was no water. But there was like, but it was like not where the showers were. And we were like, right. what is happening? Um, and then we got lunch. <laughs> we had to beg for the PA. Yeah. Too. Yeah, we did, we got the PA right before the show started. And like, like we right. nipped it in the bud with the catering. We were like, the catering's coming, right? We have yeah. catering, right? And they were like, oh, yeah, no problem. And then we got the catering. And then we got the catering. And gentle listeners, when I tell you that Kristen Sermelli called it a fire festival lunch, I'm not kidding. So we got these sandwiches, which were $18 <laughs> plus a $60 service fee. Um, and they were literally like really inexpensive white bread with one layer of cold cuts there no was no cheese there was a piece of lettuce and a single slice of tomato wrapped like, separately in a in a in a sandwich bag yeah and there was mayo and there was mustard 
There was a package in the of cookies. little squeezy packets. There was a package of cookies and there was a package of chips. And last year the, the box lunch had been pretty decent, but like yeah. one layer of like cold crusty cuts, bread, and yeah, you know. one layer of cold cuts is not an eighteen dollars sandwich. And we, I mean, it, we we laughed, it, we like, laughed, and took pictures. And I sent, I sent the pictures to Cat. Cat was like, "Oh my god, I'm so sorry." And like yeah. our box lunches last year were fifteen bucks, so yeah. and they were good. Yeah, they were totally fine. So like, next year we'll I, be, I next was year we'll fine. Be, Next year we'll be door dashing lunch for the judges and the staff. <laughs> but the show itself, by the way, believe it. The show itself was fantastic. Oh, it went great. Went great. Our little legs were going under the surface like crazy. Yeah, but went on great. Top, it was smooth. The show went fabulous. It was wonderful. We were done by. We were done on time. Our judges were awesome. Um, we weren't, was we weren't technically done on time. I was trying to get it in in thirty minutes before that, yeah. and we we didn't well, do we, it. We got some tweaks we can make. We started earlier too, which I need to mm. figure that out because I think the we fun need classes to, we have need to, to cut. Go. Yeah, we need to fun cut the fun classes and cut the lunch to the break in the middle for thirty minutes. Thirty minutes. Like I don't want to reduce the class list, so we're trying it like that next year. And if we're still so, I'm doing the results it. right now, and I don't think we can reduce the class list in a way that okay. makes sense. Well, that's what I thought too. Like you know, some people cut it to Spanish and gated, and you know this kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, I don't. I'm think, not a I fan of that. Right? I don't think we can cut it in a way that makes sense. I think I think we're pretty lean. I think our class sizes, with the exception apparently of the micro quarter horse class, which is an eighty horse monster, um, it's like out of control. I thought they were gonna cry, but um, <laughs> I would have cried for the record. But like everything else, I'm, right now I'm like I'm midway through the mini division. Like I've done, I've done the medallions, AO, performance, right. and traditional. I'm halfway through the mini division, and my feeling is the the class sizes are decent for the most part. Yeah, I think so. Especially um, since we don't do splits to keep the time down. Right. You know, the only split we did was the eighty horse class. The eighty horse class because it was just like needed a split. Holy but, crap. Uh, yeah, but you can um, split it four ways, honestly. Right. Well, I mean, the judges came to me and were like, "We want to split it. Here's how we want to split it. Here's why." And I was like, "Okay, that's logical. Let's do it." You know, they made it into two roughly forty horse classes, um, which is a lot. But I mean, think but, about that. You know, but we most of our man. classes, most of our classes were twenty to thirty right. horses, which is a competitive class. Um, the classes that were smaller occasionally were the classes that spawned the champion of the division. Yeah. So I don't know that making those small, I don't think that combining those small classes necessarily yeah. makes sense. Um, so and I think I, that show brings it, man. Yeah, I think I do our too. show brings it. I've seen the champions. Yeah. Oh yeah. And the champs two years in a row. And I'm like, that yeah. is the best. So best. I think maybe we make the fun classes go away and make the lunch hour 30 minutes instead of an hour. And I think maybe we're. Yeah, I just, we just need to be aggressive about yeah. marketing, like bring your lunch or get it within the hotel or have it delivered. Yeah, because... have it delivered, whatever, you know, do that. But, but I, I mean, on, we could be point. totally fascist like Michelle Masters and just not have lunch. Right. They oh, just go. Uh, Jaws didn't have lunch. We well, although. We didn't have a lunch break, but we had catered lunch. Like the show that was part of your entry fee was you got lunch. So we Which could cater we probably, lunch, but that would be managing yeah, we probably, a whole other set of fees because we can't eat it yeah, because Briar doesn't really want to go over 
the, yeah. uh, a set. I was gonna say we probably show. can't do that, but you know what? This we is have also... to cater it from the hotel, right? We get fire lunches. <laughs> well, the thing is, we also live in a land now. When when I did Jaws, DoorDash and Grubhub and those things didn't exist, and those exist now. Sure, but the hotel has a rule that events. You can't cater outside them for events for everybody. Like, we can get away with door dashing for the judges, probably, because it'll go under the radar. The whole show, no way. Well, I'm not saying we do it for the whole show, but if they individually do it, are they going to oh, catch Oh, absolutely. That? But, like, they they broke... A breakables used to do their own... Oh, no, I know. I know. Bar. I know that. But I'm not saying that we do that for the show. I'm saying right. that's, that's an option for showers. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, no, you know, door dash your stuff. Yeah. Dash your food because nobody's gonna, you know, if 30 people do it, they're not gonna notice because 30 people are doing that anyway, right? Anyway, anyway, our show was amazing, it was great, yeah. We had a great time, I think everybody had a great time, um, except for a couple of things, it was super hot, super hot. Yeah, it was like that last year. That's another thing, I don't understand. Like, Kat suggested we could go to the MC Suites, but I don't think they have the space, so. Mm. and that's not convenient yeah it's, it's not convenient. like the thing i like about it being in the chin is it's in the chin it's there yeah we don't have to do it so we're else. gonna have to i i think we'll we give the chin it. another shot and be like you need to fix the air conditioning you need to fix the catering yeah. maybe if they screw it up know. a third year in a row then we look for another space yeah all right friday friday thursday we passed out yes <laughs> Did we pass out? What did we do for? Did you? No, you, you, Morgan. Oh yes. So we tried to go because the last year we went to Morgan's camp. Our friend, my friend Morgan, we went to their campsite and they made us amazing food. And they are prepared to do that again. And we got to their campsite and it started to rain. It's like it's like tears the kingdom. (laughs) Seriously, it started to rain and we're like, okay. And so instead we opted to go to El Mariachi, which is a Mexican restaurant that has really good food and good tequila. And um, we went there, me and Jared and Heather Jackson Lane and Morgan, obviously. And we had a good time. And then we. I stayed back because, again, exhausted and sick. Yep. Dead. Like last year, I drank four glasses of wine with Eli and we went shopping. This year, I was like, I'm going to bed. Yeah. This was my Briar Fest, y'all. Yeah. Sick and isolated. That was Heather my did thing. not have a. If you came to our room and it was closed, it was because Heather was not feeling. I good. was in there convalescing yeah. like an 80 year old. Yeah. Hopefully next year we'll have a better Briar Fest. Oh my God. It will be better or yeah. I'm going to like Cry. throw myself off a building. Don't throw that. <laughs> um, so, any Friday, Friday. Friday was the open show. I went briefly to the open show um, and saw. We got the golf cart. We got the golf cart. We got the golf cart. We got the golf cart decorated. Yes. So we didn't get a dud golf cart this year. We did not. We got a awesome golf cart. I put I put like ivy vines all over it. It did have lights, but you could not appreciate that because we only drove the golf cart in daylight. Um, Our golf cart looked awesome. Everybody could, could spot us. Um, I went to the open show briefly, saw Chris Walbrook, who was having a difficult time because I, there was something about parking that she got 
disoriented she about. She hadn't been to Briarfest in a number of years, and obviously yeah. it had changed so much that it discombob parking discombob because yeah. they were. Yeah, I think she was expecting to go to the big lot where everybody mm-hmm. always expects to go, and like on Friday they're already out of parking at like yeah, seven they, in the morning. And she was showing. And they so. ran everybody off to Altec, and she didn't know where she was supposed to be. She thought it was down in yeah. The, so I, I caught her, area. I caught her like she was not having a great time. And she was like, I just want somebody else to get my horses. And I was like, well, I have to get everybody else's horses. I'll just take your tickets. And um, she was like, really? I'm like, I don't care. Like, She's like, I'll give you $40. And I was, was like, like, no, you don't need to give me $40. She did anyway. Um, <laughs> so I was like, fine, I'll just take your money, whatever. Um, also, so, for undisclosed reasons, God bless Mackenzie Purdy. Yes, for undisclosed reasons um but anyway everybody helped out with chris it was yes okay if she was okay um we i then got on the golf cart drove down to i feel like at some point we got a ride with briar people so we parked a golf cart yeah. um at the outer skirts and we were yeah. fixing a walk-in it was super hot and jamie just uh happened by. to be going god yeah. jamie p and head of events and she was like yo how's your knee do you need a ride and we were like yes yes and we piled in with jamie and she ferried us over she was like i need to eat my lunch and i need everybody to leave me alone <laughs> but she got us up to the covered arena she got us up to the covered arena regaled us with the tale of the papa john's truck oh yeah the papa john's truck truck having a propane explosion good time like uh, people actually got hurt it's not yeah. funny but like that's how poor jamie's event started was yeah a nuclear explosion at the pop which was in really close in on the perimeter like yeah so wow yeah so um so heather went and found herself a seat i went to go brave the lines because i had my tickets and heather's tickets and chris walmart's tickets <laughs> and everybody and else's tickets everybody else's tickets and the line experience was really pretty good. So I went down and they have one separate section for your celebration horses. So I went and just like gave them 6,000 tickets for Bravour 54s and Stablemates. And they just, they had these big blue Briar shopping bags that were like, like fabric-y. Yeah, like Ikea yeah. shopping bags. And they filled them with the those models. And then I just went and got in, I think I went to the all access line next because the all access line was moving quickly the vip line was not and they did not care that i had these bags from because i was still in the little area right um so i went through the all access thing got everybody's crap from that and then i went and stood in the vip line the vip line took some time is right next not to good, the cock- by the way no it was right next to the cocktail bar the co- the vip pass does not get you access to the cocktail bar sadly um and i finally got through but the vip once you get to the vip thing that is very fast yeah because you just hand them tickets and i got all our stuff i sorted things out into my bag heather's bag and chris's bag um and i like took the golf cart left our stuff with heather took the golf cart with chris's bag up to the covered up to the arena because she had she was going to old friends at two i think and yeah. I was like, you know, here you go. So like she had her stuff Bye-bye. quickly and she was like, I can't believe you have this so quickly. I'm like, yeah, whatever. Um, and then we <laughs> zipped back down and we went to uh, go see Leslie's 
just talk at the so so before we get to leslie's seminar meanwhile the surprise horse came out oh my god yeah and the ball uh, the ball horse final color came out yeah uh, so surprise horse was as everybody knows mm, now hamilton. hamilton but i was actually shocked it was hamilton because i'm old and think it's still going to be kathleen moody stuff every year <laughs> um and the volunteer horse final was not on anybody's radar. It was a it was a strawberry round. Everybody mm-hmm. was like, "Oh, it's going to be chestnut. Palomino oh, it's going to be buckskin. buckskin. It's going to be yeah. palomino." So technically, it was decorator. It was technically chestnut. It was just chestnut. Yeah, with a roan uh, yeah variation. But yeah, so a very pretty. Um, yeah. And uh, yeah, then we went to Leslie's seminar. Yeah, and Leslie's seminar was great. And you can catch her seminar on the online stuff right now. Yep. If you want yep. to. Yep, yep, and, yep. And uh, I don't remember what we did for dinner and stuff after that. Uh, we left and went back to the room. And I'm trying to remember what we did for dinner. Did we? Did we, we didn't Was that the, the night we got pizza? Oh, it may have been. When did the hotel poison me again? That was, uh, we had our, oh, that might have been, that might have been Friday because we had all our horses. Yeah, we came back and we went to the actual proper restaurant, not the Indian place, and everything had nuts in it, right? Yeah. Even the salads. And I, and I told the waitress, I was like. And our waitress, I believe our waitress did a press upon the kitchen that. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. I was like, I'm anaphylactic. Please make sure there. I got a salmon salad. There were no salads without nuts in them. And yeah. I was like, I cannot have nuts. I can't touch nuts. Can't be. I know this sounds incredibly dirty, but it can't be cross contaminated with nuts, right? So she says, Yeah, great. And so they bring me out this salmon salad. Looks delicious. Take a bite. My mouth stops itching. I start poking around and I find this little piece and I hand it to Jackie. And I was like, What is that? And she said, She's like, It's a nut. Yeah. I'm like, Arr! Now, so anyway, I didn't have the reaction I did from eating two mouthfuls of masala before I figured it out like an idiot Wednesday, but, but still. so. But they comped us desserts. <laughs> and I didn't have to pay for the salad. And, and we didn't obviously have to pay for the poison salad. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So then I think we got pizza that night and went to bed. Yeah. Okay. We did have pizza. We did. I don't remember if it was that night or not. No, it was Friday. So anyway. Saturday. <laughs> so yeah. Friday pizza. Saturday. Yep. Saturday. So I had to get up at O Dark 30 on Saturday because I judged the kids show. And um they requested they requested back in January that like if you have cos like family friendly cosplay or costuming, you can do that. So um so I brought Link because obviously, you know That's what you're gonna st- do. <laughs> obviously that's what I'm gonna do. Um so Heather Jackson Lane was Elsa from Frozen. Uh, uh, Tara Rich joined us as Milan from the Ocarina of Time, and uh, we had to get up early so we could get ready to put all our stuff on and then go do the kid show. And the kid show was super great; it always is. Um, had a lot of fun. Had really good. I did judge English performance, and I had a really good grouping of performance entries and the classes that I judged. Um, it looked like everything else had good showing too. So when, when I went to judge the championships, there were some real, there were some really good performance entries from the kids. Holy cow. Uh, there was one in the, in the children's section that was, there was a trail entry that was 
it was i think it was shown a scene because there's not really a trail class for the youth or for the children right. um and it was really on point and sharp and i want to say it was the overall performance champion because it was just it was fantastic um but i had two kids that um were two kids in the youth section that were kind of going head to head um and they were they were they were fun to kind of talk to and and do our thing um but the kid show kind of ended around wrapped around two um they gave out the volunteer models at the at that. There's the, Eleanor and Kim like to kind of do a ceremony at the end where they hand out the volunteer models. They love models. ceremonies. They do, um, <laughs> and it's kind of nice to kind of get that recommend that recognition among your friends. Um, but uh, afterwards, we went down into the park and uh, we tried desperately to find cocktails and were unsuccessful every single way we turned. Um, Jared and I got up late. Like I got up to yeah. take pictures of you guys. Yeah. Um, and then I went back to bed. Jared and I bed. We got oh, up. Oh, and- that was. I came back. Like I parked the golf cart, and when I came back to get it at some point, I found a unicorn horn stuck to it. And I was like, "Oh, Shauna was here." <laughs> so anyway, we, have- we went to the park, and it was yeah. it was amazing on Saturday because it was rainy and overcast, and mm. I was like, yes! "Oh yeah, that's right." It was all the st- the thunderstorms. Holy cow! Yeah, like struck the covered arena. We were not so there apparently when that it happened. didn't actually strike the covered arena. It was, but it was nearby enough that it freaked everybody out. Yeah, they stopped down the yeah. the demonstrations. Apparently. We went over there and sat around and uh, watched the demos and uh, and um, like the, the the sick to my stomach kicked in and I was like mm. I have to go back to the room like I wanted to go to the auction but I also thought nothing's gonna top last year yeah so oh yeah I, I went and, I went and flopped and everybody else went to the auction so yeah so I went to the auction with uh, Morgan and Dawn. Um, cause Morgan had been present last year for the, uh, the insanity and this was Dawn's first Briar Fest and we were like, oh my God, this is going to be so great. And, uh, we ended up like having to stand kind of on the edges because we got there it was late. so full. Yeah. And, um, it was anticlimactic. Also, yeah. what was with, okay. So this was, there was a bunch of bad behavior at Briar Fest this year and this was one example yeah. of it. Yeah. I'm but, really surprised. At, yeah. There was a lot of theft. Yeah, uh, there were several people that got stuff stolen out of their room. There was uh, fraudulent behavior in the auction from mm-hmm. an online standpoint. Yeah, um, there was um, there was a lot of Karen behavior going on. Yeah, so um, like so like the stuff at the auction, like there were sh- there was shill bidding at the auction to the tune of over forty thousand dollars. And like, if you want to like not have online bidding at the Briarfest live auction, this is how you do it, guys. Like if they decide that they're not going to do their, it's going to be all live in-person bidding from now on. That's, you know, or proxy. This is, this is is how you you get there. Yeah. And shame on those people. Clearly it was orchestrated. Yeah. I mean like, so the pony, the, 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 the one everybody was excited about was the, the hunter pony in a blue Pinto with uh, Pegasus wings. And it was, the bid was $22,000 when they opened it up on the floor and it did, it got no bids on, on the floor. So it closed at 20, it sold at $22,000. That pony actually sold for six grand. Cause they backed out. Cause people backed out. At least there two were bidders, four that backed out for more than $10,000. At least two bidders had to back out for that. 
So, you know, like, what's going on? I mean, on top of it, the all of the high bids, like there were four, there were two or three horses that like the like the next bid down was the bid increment, which sometimes that happens. But there were four high dollar horses, including Quadriga, which was the uh, Fireheart um, went for raffle model. Grand. That's you know, not that, even what raffle models sell. Right, for it now. went for like seventeen grand, and at least one or two others, like raffle horses, attempted to sell for that price point based on that auction, and it ended up actually selling at like four to five thousand dollars, which is where they typically sell. No, but they like, sell for they sell for seven or eight k now. Minimum. Yeah. I, I don't think that this horse sold for seven or eight K though. I'd have to go back and look, but I don't think it sold that. No, high. no, no. I'm saying yeah. the auction underbid what current market value is for uh, yeah. raffle horses. But, um, but like, like they like the, the really high bidding horses, all like there were four of them in particular that all like the, what they actually sold for versus what it appeared they sold for at the auction was a big difference. Um, right. so I, the high selling piece ended up being the Roy. I know. Which is hilarious to me. It's crazy. Yeah. Hilarious. So but after yeah, that, I mean, I'm sure they're chasing down IP addresses and stuff yeah. like that. Like I haven't asked anybody that might, might be in the know, but yeah. I am sure they are trying to get to the bottom right. of it. And but if like, this costs you online bidding, you know, yeah, you, it's your own fault. Yeah. You can't complain about it because you did this. So after the auction, um, <gasps> Tara and I, cause Tara was, she was dressed as Milan, which is a character out of the Ocarina of Time, but she'd also made this very elaborate mask that in Breath of the Wild and Tears of the Kingdom, there is a horse god who, um, among the things the horse god can do is they can- well, she wore the have... horse guard to our show, too. Yes, she did. Um, but the horse god in the game acts to revive horses that you've accidentally or on purpose gotten killed um, in the game, because you can oops. do that. Yeah, oops. Um, so we were like, it would be funny if we drive out to Man of War's memorial and get pictures of the horse god attempting to revive Man of War. So we, I was like, do you want to do this? And she was like, yeah, let's do it. Because we were tired at this point. We'd been in cosplay for like 12 Hot, hours. I'm sure. Which was an, an insane amount of time. Um, so we drove out there and we got pictures of the horse god attempting to revive Man of War. And, um, in uh, black comedy, I, it's not even comedy, but like, oh, it's comedy. It's not. I, I, it's, it might be a joke that's made too soon. So, like, the next morning, we get up and we go to the Cracker Barrel, and Heather Jackson Lane looks at Tara, who had been the horse god, and goes, "Hey, I don't know about this game, but is there a mechanic where if you revive one soul, you take another?" And we look at her like, what? And it turned out that Funny Side, who was a oh, resident yeah. of the Hall of Champions. No, that was had... not what I was talking about being <laughs> okay. funny. Okay. So Funny Except Side. Funny Side. Yeah, oh. funny, funny Side, who was a resident of the Hall of Champions and had been out grazing the night before, died of colic that morning. Um, and we were like, Heather Jackson Lane, you are a terrible person. <laughs> Tara actually was like, I can't remember when she said it, but she was in the room. It was just me and her and Jared. And mm-hmm. I don't know where you and Heather were, but she was like, I think it's too soon, but can I revive funny side? And I was like, Oh, Tara, no, <laughs> like we have to find funny side so we can revive him. Um, yeah. So 
we had the room party, which we do every year. On Our Saturday room party night. was good. I, uh, you know, okay. So, so Saturday night at Briarfest is also the night of the social media meetup, which we don't go to because. Well, this it, was the first year it was Saturday night. Okay. So, but there's normally a, a social media meetup, which we've not gone to. And part of the reason we don't go is it feels, for me, it feels like it's the younger people's thing. And that's <laughs> fine. Not everything has to be for us. Sure. Um, a lot of people our age would could do well to remember that. But, but what Saturday night, as we are sitting in our room, you know, kind of ramping the party up a little bit, at least three young people came up from the social media thing with like, where were you? Yeah. Well, they bring, <laughs> they have horses that they have other people sign. So, and they came up with horses and they were like, could you please sign our horses? And I was like, seriously? And they were like, yes. And so I signed three, we signed three horses and I was, I was very touched that, you know, yeah. They came to find us and they were like, no, you need to be part of this. Um, I, I found it very touching. So if you came to our room to find us to sign a horse, thank you so much. I appreciate yeah, it was that. Great. I almost cried. Like, and then we had the whole, and then we had the whole social media. Group and then the whole social, cause the, cause it was over. Cause well, cause also the bar apparently in the hotel now closes at nine what is that um and they all came to our room and we had we had these terrible um shots from like a hundred years ago and they were loving them up and they were drinking them and going these are great and we were like really really are, are they sure? great are you sure they were not at all we, particular like, we're like I... we're like we have wine we could give you wine and they're like no we're gonna have these and we're like okay <laughs> hey i remember that... being 20 i was like ah! yeah that's okay that's fine gross it was so fun though we were so full and the later it got the fuller and louder it got we like sang happy birthday to Kristen art um like it was crazy and And then at 12 30 we got yelled at and we got let finally we had to throw everybody out (laughs) like the hotel manager came and was like hey we've got a noise complaint can you guys stop to god somebody bitched on facebook about the noise right yeah and i was like, like oh that was us that was, that was us. us and shannon and noel and shannon and, and noel like, three doors and down I know this person i was like as if you weren't running down the halls like a banshee you know if you want to be three cool. o'clock in the morning in the 90s how like, dare you grandma on top of it if you want if you want to be asleep at the ho- if you want to be asleep at the hotel at midnight on go Saturday stay night, at the embassy go suites. stay at the marriott <laughs> like, jesus I think the hotel manager was the hotel manager. The hotel manager cracked me up because she was like, "Hey guys, like we've gotten a complaint. I'm so sorry." (laughs) She was so she was so apologetic. Like, can you guys shut the heck up? Like, (laughs) I just the audacity of this person. I know. I know. I know. Anyway, like, like I know. I know who you were in the '90s, girl. Yeah, contemporaries. Yeah, come on whatever anyway <laughs> we anyway it was a good party and it was a great party was a great, we had a party. great time and we'll do it again next year That's and exactly she'll call right. the cops on us again i'm sure um light so, up francis god so sunday we went back to the park because we had to pick stuff up and buy yep. raffle t- or, or put raffle tickets in the bin or i don't remember i was um, in bed again sick you were in bed again sick um, we did get our cocktails at the cocktail trailer, and they were marvelous. Excellent. 
Tell me what you had. Um, I had something called the Brevore 54, which was sort of a bourbon mule. Um, it was good. Jared got, um, he got a drink. I can't remember the name of it, but it was like, it was much sweeter. It was sweeter than something I would drink, but it was also like red, white, and blue. It was very pretty. It was a very, he got a very pretty drink. Also, the drinks they served us, they had color changing straws. Oh, so the straw cool. was purple when it was cold, and when you sucked up the liquid, the purple would travel up the straw. It was not to backtrack, wonderful. but we did not talk about your signature drink at the room party. Okay, so my signature drink was only a secret signature drink for certain people. It was not a global signature drink. But it was cool. It was very cool. So, okay, so the signature drink was called a Master Sword, and it basically was gin and colored water and colors. But um, your blue curacao, right? My blue curacao. So basically, you take a shot glass and you put two parts gin, one part blue curacao, and then you up you you place a glass over that and you flip it upside down. Okay, and then you put into the glass you put little um, fancy drink glitter, which is the best product on the face of God's green earth. Um, some elderflower liqueur, which I now have a lifetime supply of. And then you fill the glass with club soda and then you hand it off to whoever gets it and they have to draw the shot glass out of the thing and it makes this beautiful like blue glittery swirly. It's very it's a very it's like a it's reverse a, car bomb. Yeah, it's a it's a special effects drink. Um, cool. I liked it, but if you don't like gin, it's not for you. <laughs> yeah, it's like more blue curacao, please. Like, like oh, I liked it. But, but my it was really cool. We served one to Vincent, who completely failed to notice the whole... We're like, because we bought clear glassware for this so you could see what was going on. Because you, you put this in a red Solo cup, there's no point, you know? But we bought clear plastic glasses so you could see this. And we, I served one to Vincent, and he completely failed to notice... The sploosh. The, the, the glitter and the stuff. And everybody else is like, oh! And Vincent's like, okay. And I'm like, I'm like... I'm like are you an idiot? Like, honey, look, look at the drink. And he's like, oh, 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 well. Anyway. Was Vincent one of the ones drinking those terrible shots? Yes. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know that it was the same night, but yes, he was drinking terrible shots. <gasps> no, it was that night. Cause... I was like, oh, young people, of, young people of Briarfest. Poe and all, like, Poe left her phone in the bathroom. Was oh, that's right. I forgot Poe left her phone. She could, we're like, whose phone is this? And she's like, <laughs> <laughs> like it's ringing and then my dumb ass like sends her a message on, yeah right like <laughs> hey is this yours like how is she gonna see that how is she gonna see that because her vision was like you're a super genius so like <laughs> i know <sighs> i'm smart <laughs> <laughs> all right back to sunday back to sunday so we got our um vendor packs and our our all our voluntary models including um, we got our manager's models. Heather, we got manager models for the first time. I'm I so almost excited. passed out. It's so pretty. I'm so it's so pretty. So the manager model is the Croy in the um, faded black colorway of the volunteer model, but glossed and Ugh, so pretty. Oh, so pretty. I love him. He's amazing. She's amazing. Um, perfect. Love it. I'm so happy that's the colorway they decided to gloss. Yeah. Um, so we got all our presents and then we drove them back to the car and we waited for the Sunday raffle, which we didn't win. 
Um, <laughs> and then we dropped off the golf cart. Uh, we de- we deck decommissioned the, decommissioned the golf cart. The ending save, of saved the unicorn horn, and we brought the golf cart back. And then we went and had our own closing ceremonies at West Sixth Brewing, which is next to a seafood restaurant. Which normally you can order food from the seafood restaurant, but they were closed for a private party. It was closed. Um, it so, was super hot, and we took oh an Uber God. there. So we were like, "What do we do?" So we just but door Morgan dashed. met us. Morgan Kilborn met us because Morgan Kilborn messaged us and was like, "Hey, you guys aren't going to the Chinese place that we went to last year. Japanese. What's going Japanese? What's what's going on?" And we're like, "We didn't know about that. We're going. We to weren't West. invited. <laughs> we, like no one told us about it. So we're going to West Sixth, which is fine. It's Briarfest. Stuff happens." Um, right, like you know, I wasn't upset about yeah, it. Yeah, don't get. And upset last about year it. was so overrun that oh, yeah. I thought Christine Jordan was going to hyperventilate. I was yeah, like, we're going to make this happen. So, Christine just so Morgan joined us at uh, West Six Brewing, and we ordered um, seafood. We DoorDash seafood. We DoorDash, which seafood. was good. It was good. Um, and we had lots of drinks. She had some kind of ginger slushy that was uh, oh, it's so good, amazing. Like, like if you literally like ginger. This was basically a ginger slushy, like sharp. Yeah. Mm, very good. I had two gin and tonics. They were also lovely. Um, Jared got a selection of different beers, um, but that's why we Ubered there. And then we Ubered right. home. And uh, and then we had cookies. And we had cookies. We ordered cookies. Um, oh, Nikki brought, Nikki Herzog brought us a pie on yeah, Thursday Yeah, we got night, a pie from Nikki. Which we completely forgot about until I saw her as... On saw her Sunday night, and she asked us how the pie was, and I was like, "I forgot we had it in our fridge, and we just freaking ordered cookies because we're idiots." Anyway, I can report that um, we brought the pie home. Pie made the trip home just fine. Um, I had a slice of it, and it was great. And Dave hoovered the rest of it. Awesome, which is high praise for a dessert because he is not a sweets guy. Yeah, yeah. So good for him. Good yeah. for the pie. I know. I was like, damn. Um, and I was sick again. Yay! And you were sick again. Yay! And I laid in bed and went to sleep. Yes, I think that might have been the night we played Zelda. I don't. Yes, remember. it had to have been. No, um, you played Zelda like you set the TV up before. Briar and Fest I played. Yeah, I played, but then I didn't play during actual Briar. And then you played Sunday night when you killed the yeah. robot. Yeah, when I killed the robot. Um, Monday we got up early. Um, we loaded the cars to go home. I have to tell the story because it's trauma. Um, okay, so I loaded the car wearing pajamas. This was the day three of these pajamas. I left clothes out because my intention was after I got sweated up loading the damn car, um, I was going to take, you know, the bath in the bathroom quick and then put on some clean, dry clothes. And Heather, being overly efficient, packed my clean, dry clothes in a suitcase that got buried quickly in the car to and in my defense in my defense so when we come home we did yeah. this last year yeah and it was the big this suitcase works. to this throw works. all the dirty clothes in yeah and the little clothes we throw all the clean clothes in and it was sitting right next to the clean clothes yeah. for it and i thought oh she hasn't used these she wants to put them in the clean clothes. i thought they were further and far enough apart that this is going to be they were my... sitting on the bed right next to him and i was like oh yeah in retrospect i should have realized the shoes were out and yeah. duh but you were wearing sandals at that point. For some reason, I was like, oh, she's going to drive home in her sandals. 
Well, I so, did drive home yeah. in my sandals. So but... I packed Jackie's clean clothes and she wanted to murder me. Yes, pretty much. Because I had sweated up a bunch in these pajamas that I had worn for yeah. three days. Yeah. So I basically did a workout in the pajamas and I felt dirty and gross and everything else. And I wasn't going to like then clean myself and put the gross clothes back on because what sense does that make? Um, and I almost committed a murder, but I didn't. So I deserve star, and um, and we couldn't. And the suitcase was already like buried in the back of the, like the car. See, was, my ass would have been like it's coming out. Yeah, no, we couldn't because it was like because we would have to unload the whole freaking car to get this get to it. So no, um, I wasn't gonna. Unload Wouldn't matter to me. I would have been like it's coming out. Yeah, but uh, so anyway, so we drove home, and I managed not to leave the car. <laughs> so we went we to, went to McDonald's twice. twice. <laughs> <laughs> we went to the McDonald's drive-thru twice, which is like, I've no, I can't, I I've never, I've she, never done that. Like she did not smell like, ugh, I thought I smelled. I could smell. You me. did not smell. Mm, I would have said. You actually, I probably wouldn't have because you probably would have killed me. But you would need to get your nose checked. It's funny now. It's funny now. Yeah, like Jackie says, the only thing that saved me was she was like, "This will be funny later." But, uh, it was all my fault. So I yeah, that's yeah. part of the reason I take the 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 L on that one. The L on that one. It's fine. We're, we're, I'm, I'm beyond it. It's fine. It was funny. I wore the I wore the cute outfit I picked I, out. On I know Tuesday. it was it was funny, but I felt terrible because I know how gross that must have felt. Yeah, I felt I awful. Felt yucky. But anyway, we got we got through it. It's fine. It's okay. No one needs therapy about this. So we drove home, we got home. <laughs> Um, I think we got did we get sushi for dinner. Yeah, we did because nobody wanted we make, to cook. We make Dave. We made Dave buy get sushi. No, we um, got sushi Tuesday because my flight got delayed. Remember? I don't know what we did Monday night. Oh, because we got lunch and we got breakfast and lunch at McDonald's. Yeah, I don't well, remember. I don't remember. Oh, well, guess it wasn't important. Also, we didn't talk about my birthday dinner you took me on when I got there. Oh, that's there. right. So, um, so this super hipster swank place, the super hipster swank place called Cohen Cowan's public. And it's like a speakeasy kind of deal. Um, it was excellent. It is excellent. The food, we both had the scallops and they were so the cocktails are delicious. Yes, they were. Um, they brought out birthday shots for Heather. Remember? (laughs) Which I had one and made a face that Dave almost went under the table over. Yeah. So Dave (laughs) Dave doesn't drink, so I had to do everybody's shots. (laughs) She was super happy after that. It's like, ah, it's okay. But But they made a shot. They asked her like what kind of stuff she liked, and you said fruity and vodka, and they basically they made a shot just for you. It was yeah, it was like lemon drops, except it it didn't have the like the lemon on top with the sugar, so it's like all vodka. Yeah, and my whole face was like telling the tale of the vodka. (laughs) But they did. It's a good restaurant. I like. I like. Yeah, it was great. Like the food was amazing. Mm. The vibe is good. It's it's nice. Yeah, kind of place Dave hates, but I love it. (laughs) No, it was so like it totally had that kind of eclectic decor, kind of. You know, farmhouse English bar type. Yeah, you know just, what I'm talking like. Yeah, like they do drag like bingo and stuff on other nights, and it's I don't know it's a fun place. My technician at work turned me on to it. She was like, "You should check this place out." I was like, oh, "You're right." She's smart. 
Um, yeah, it was good. Had a good, good time. It's good time. And they brought us so you, dessert too. So um, yeah. So Monday, so they, uh, like Monday night, we unloaded the car. Tuesday, my flight got delayed. We yeah. Monday we we Monday we played Breath of the Wild until or sorry Tears of the Kingdom five a.m. Um, we got bagel. Oh, we got bagels at some point too. And yes oh we had bagels and Twice. we brought bagels and locks and stuff to we got them before and after briar fest yeah. it was so yummy um your flight got delayed so we had sushi and then we finally got you home and then she threw me out on the curb and i went home i did i kicked her out said bye out, Good luck. i went packing my clothes biatch bye <laughs> did laundry. we did laundry yeah it was a good time we yeah, did Tuesday, do Tuesday a Tuesday was a pretty chill day um uh, but next year i'm taking wednesday off too because yeah. with that I'm gonna take the whole damn week off. Like we're not gonna yeah. leave Tuesday. Well, we're I mean, talking Tuesday, about leaving Tuesday. Wednesday, Wednesday. Wednesday's yeah. the, if I take Tuesday, Wednesday off, that is the whole damn week. So totally, mm. totally, totally. All right, we're gonna take one more break. That was Briar mm. Fest in a nutshell. Jackie yep. had a great time. Me, I eh. did. I had some high points, but most of it was. I had a good time. Most I of it was to... me being sick in the room, being sick and being hurt and being lonely. I'm sorry. I had a good time. Okay. I, I got to it's see a lot of people. It's nobody's fault. Got to see a lot of people. It was fun. Good time. Yeah. Uh, we're going to be back with Instagram in progress, and then we yeah. will wrap the show. Yeah. Bears in Black. Oh, we're back with uh, Instagram <laughs> in progress. We don't know what's happening. It's 1230 on the East Coast because we have just been having a good time recording this <laughs> podcast. Running our mouths and drinking wine. And drinking and wine. about it's the old fabulous. days. It's really been a good time. Anyway, we're yes. starting off with uh, Collecting with Sam, who did this fabulous shadow box for Briarfest. It they is took, so good. They t- She took um her... So if you went on the farm tour as a VIP, you got a Bravor 54 model early so you could get that signed by um, Bravor's owner. And um, a lot of us opted to keep that horse in the box. So she kept the horse in the box and she turned the box into a Briarfish shadow box. And it's amazing. Um, yeah, it's got Sulky in it. It's got one of her little tags. It's got... Um, the armbands that you get for being at Briarfest. It's got mm-hmm. one of Robbie's uh Briera's yep. uh Taylor Swift things, uh yep. bracelets. Uh there's a there's a I can't tell if it's the sticker or the pen or the magnet, but it's so cool. Yeah, it's it's a cool idea. Lots like, of I signatures think, on Brother. Yeah, I might do this with my signed before because I've decided I'm keeping him in the box. Um but awesome. it's a nifty idea. Love it. Sam also gave us some very cool signs. So yes, I love Sam. Did. I do too. Sam's great. Sam is amazing. We love you, Sam. <laughs> Speaking of people we love, Heather Bullock. Mm, these are nice. So this is four versions of the medallion that was uh, our prize medallion last year, Rinaldi yes. by Kylie Parks. And this is Heather has painted them in four different colors. This is a black and white Pinto. There's a Perlino. There's a nice red chestnut yummy and a bay pinto yep. um lovely lovely with her lovely. signature gold backgrounds which yeah. i love yeah um, and i think she sold all of those at Briarfest, and they're so cool so good love them red river road i love this piece yes i do too and 
waiting for it to resolve. This is um, hobby adjacent. I don't think this is an actual hobby person, although hobby persons are subscribed to this um, mm -hmm. this artist who I believe is Russian. But this is a kind of fur and needle felted push me pull me in almost tropical bird colors. Yeah, I love and the it's colors. amazing. It's amazing and it's poseable. Yes, I love it. Uh, the artist is, let me see, is Maria Lakovenko. So yeah, probably mm -hmm. Russian. Probably Russian. Um, and, and we have a link to it on our blog, but hobby adjacent. And if you look at um, the some of the stuff on their page, it's like cats and horse heads and unicorns and dolls. And they have a tremendous sense of design. Um, yeah. It's really impressive. I'm wondering... If that crazy unicorn thing that um, Katie Moreta has came from this artist, because it kind of oh, reminds me of that. The Karen she has? Yeah. Maybe, yeah, because it does remind me of some other stuff that is Because it had page. resin feet. She was asking, yeah. well, if it has resin feet, can I show it? I'm like, no. No, it has to be a resin body. Uh, and then finally, we have um, Kristen Cermelli showing pictures the original picture she took of Burb, who is her, um, Quetzal. What's that? Her Quetzal, Quetzal based, yeah. uh, Terapy. Um, and yep. he's lovely. He was also the overall, um, custom champ at Briarfest Live this year. Yes. He was overall, uh, champion, uh, and so happy for her. Oh, I am too. He's an amazing he's, piece. He's an amazing piece. I've gotten to see him in person at a live show here and he's, he's, She's very impressive. He's so cool. Yeah, and considering she was cussing, putting the horse in the, you know, uh, taking up too much space. But, oh, yeah. Well, he's you know. gigantic. Yeah, he's hard. To <laughs> I understand that. <laughs> so congrats, Kristen. You deserve Yay. Yay. Um, so it's time to close the show. Is it time to close the show? It is time. Oh, my God. Okay. Uh, so breakfast is over. So if you want something advertised, you know, email us. But we we know prime yeah. time is over right you're not <laughs> stupid it's fine uh info at mayorsandblack.com if you're interested in advertising on the show yep uh don't forget our patreon patreon.com slash mayors and black or shoot or search model horse podcast or mayors and black i guarantee you we will come up come join us it's fun you can come have brunch with us and have canned mimosas at cracker barrel where they will card you, even if you're Where they'll card you, even if you're 104 years old. Yeah. It's <laughs> it makes you also, feel Also, our good. Discord has been crazy lately. So. Oh, our Discord's fantastic. Yeah. It's fun. Uh, you can subscribe. Subscribe to the Mirrors and Plaque podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon, Stitcher, or any other fine podcast provider. That has not gone out of business. Yeah, I was going to say, a Stitcher's about. doing it lately. Stitcher's, Stitcher's about done, done right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Boo. Uh, you can also follow us on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and Twitch. But not X or but not X Zitter, or as whatever, they're calling it. Whatever the heck it is. Because screw that guy. Yeah. Yeah. Right, we're done. We're done. done. It's late. It is. We're, we're taking we a break. We got a video games to play. <laughs> we got video games to play. Jackie's got to go on a cruise and be bougie. Yeah. Super uh, and so... This will probably come out in August and there's, well, I mean, we'll probably have a Zoom party in August, yeah. but nothing else till September. Yep. Don't expect so, anything. We need oh, a break. We love you we guys. We need a break. Love you guys. Talk to you soon Bye. or later or 
Yeah. Whatever. Bye. Bye. The Mares in Black Podcast, created and hosted by Heather Malone and Jackie Rossi. Written by Heather Malone. Produced by Heather Malone, Jackie Rossi, and Joshua Wessner. Edited by Joshua Wessner. Engineered at Two Ton Studios. Fulfillment Enforcer, Jackie Rossi.